0: Blank check with Griffin and David
1: Blank check with Griffin and David Don't know what to say or to expect All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Check
2: they should name a gender after you. I mean, looking at you doesn't do it. The Staring is the only way that makes any sense and, and trying not to blink so you don't miss anything and all of that. And and you're you. I, I mean, look, forgive me. It's just that you are drop dead, crazy gorgeous so much that I'm actually considering looking at you again before we podcast here. God, I'm stressed out. <laughs> I just had like an acid flashback thinking about that. There are a lot of lines I could have done, but I want to save them for in-depth discussion because there are like seven <laughs> specific lines of dialogue yes. in this movie that could comprise the entire episode if we just analyze them.
3: Convening, we're convening a congressional subcommittee about this movie, and we're gonna we're gonna go in depth on every line.
2: This is. Yes. I know we're recording these episodes far in advance, yeah. so this is. I've been holding a hot hand. I have some hot information that isn't public yet at the time of this recording. but By the time. The episode comes out, it will be public knowledge. Yeah. Uh, once the Trump-Russia collusion investigation is wrapped up, Robert Mueller has been assigned to head a special committee to investigate Spanglish. Oh, yeah.
3: Spanglish is, it's, it's, it's high time yes. that we, that we uh, send everyone responsible for this movie right to jail.
2: Right. Yes. Sp- Spanglish has been legal for far too long. <laughs> and it's because the fat cats up in Capitol Hill are getting rich off of Spanglish. Is lying in their pockets, so they're not willing to say a goddamn thing. The fucking Spanglish lobbyists. This movie sold
3: seven million tickets in the United States.
2: That is the final domestic total. I I, I wanted to look up tickets because I wanted oh, to okay. think about how many people had right. seen right. it. Right, seven million.
3: Seven million tickets. Okay, so
2: that was in theaters. So since the time of its release, it has been seen by seven million and five people. <laughs> yeah,
3: because uh, Adam Sandler
2: does have it on DVD. Do you know this movie was released on Blu-ray? <laughs> It was just like this is a hundred percent a movie that will never be released on Blu-ray. That's like you know a format that will never have a complete. Weirdly, sort of it was also released on LaserDisc 100- and and <laughs> fucking UHD four K blu and BetaMax and Mini Disc. <laughs> yeah, it was released on eight Mini Disc. Could you imagine owning <laughs> audio only on Blu-ray? <laughs> God, I've worn that DVD out. John Seals well, lush I frames buy, aren't I, popping the way I John need Ciel. them to. I
3: buy our movies on Blu ray usually, like, you know, when I we're did, doing did a movie Did you buy series. Spanglish? No.
2: <laughs> Do you know how much it costs on Amazon? How much? Take a guess. Because you've been saying you've been buying them because Blu rays are so cheap now that it's usually a, a dollar or sure. two more than renting.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're saying how much would it cost to buy the film and own it forever on Amazon? I believe I checked it and it was $24. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so worth it.
3: <laughs>
2: Okay, Great, there we go. Our guest spoke before he was introduced. Thank now now you. we can start the podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Griffin Newman.
3: Uh, David Sims. It's $22.99 right now. Okay, And that's reduced from 27 so <laughs> hot, hot, hot. You In stock. Just imagine ordering it and then a robot has to like, its alarm has to go get it and and someone's like there's like an old watchman who's like the Spanglish the Raiders
4: of the Lost Ark music is playing like there's like the, the robot gets it and like dust sort of like goes everywhere somewhere taily and he just like sits up with us I feel a great disturbance
3: in the force Madam Secretary we can shoot back she's Madam Secretary I forgot about that <laughs> oh, I love her as a as madam secretary.
2: Uh, I I do too. Uh, oh, man,
3: there's a there's a casting crew commentary. I, sorry, director and crew. Can you tell people
2: what this podcast is? Yes. This is blank check. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast about filmographies. Directors who have massive success early on in their career and are given a series of blank checks, to make whatever crazy passion projects they want. Sometimes those checks clear, and sometimes they bounce. Baby. True. And this is a mini series about the films of James L. Brooks. That's it, right. Of course, called as pod as a cast.
3: No, it's not. Stop doing that bit, you bastard. David thinks it's called podcast news, which it is, which you confirmed to our art guy. The truth is subjective. <laughs> you, you're the one who sent the email. I thought you were going to make a. Because fuss. I'm a
4: professional. Yeah,
3: podcast news, people.
4: It's called podcast news. Yes. What do you think, Richard? Um, I think that's good. I was Thank trying you. to come up with one for Spanglish,
2: but it doesn't work. It's not pod. Podless. Podcastless. Uh, our guest today, of course, uh, one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. one of one of listeners' favorites, one of America's
3: favorites. Guess who wrote? And uh, shot and edited
4: Spanglish. He did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was. Um, I
3: mean, Brooks directed, yeah, but you did a yeah, lot of the it, other it, stuff. I <laughs> was.
4: I was. I was in. A, I was in, I was stuck in a in kind of a rut with writing my trolls. Yes. So I just, which was, you know, it took me twenty years to write. Of course. Developing hell. Yeah. 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 I had put it in turnaround myself. Yeah. It was in many um, turnarounds. So as a side project, I mean, I had this story just kind of rattling
3: around. Well, and
2: this was to you be had, fair. There.
3: Wait, there's a story in this movie. I know. No, no, we
4: cut that. We cut that.
2: To be fair. Spanglish came out of aborted subplots for your trolls. Right. This right, was, this was right. like it, my, you my, cut my... off a limb and then it turned into its own <laughs> yeah. full story. Right. There was a right. troll made. My
4: <laughs> trolls, originally the villain, was Taylor Leone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She is the villain yeah, of but this But she was oh, too fully. frightening
3: for the trolls, <laughs> yeah, right? right? So no. you had to move it it her to a PG-13 a 13 a team movie. movie. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Our guest today, you, of course, know him best from K-19 The Widowmaker. That's right. Vanilla Sky. True um leading the water leading the water
3: so, i was gonna say richard that's sort of like late 90s early 2000s that's that's a saving private ryan as well. private Ryan. that's like the zone you're in for oh us. i like it that's yeah where, exactly that's where I'm you at.
4: always gravitate right to that yeah yeah. Doot, doot, yeah. Doot, doot, yeah like me as a teenager or in college that's, right that's where we're at
2: host right. hosts the little goldman podcast writes for Vanity fair and is now a published novelist at the time this episode's coming out you're out. at the top of the charts richard Richard Lawson the great Richard Lawson is what, here with us today to talk uh, Spanglish hola <laughs> 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 do, you get, do you get that so
3: I just searched for Spanglish in the MPAA and I got no results <laughs>
2: your, your computer shut down
3: <laughs> I wanted to see what it was rated PG-13 for cause I thought that would be amusing no, don't you know
2: this is the only movie to be unrated due to lack of interest <laughs> Rating? I don't
3: know. Jack Valenti was like, absolutely not. at
2: any time. See
3: it if you want to. What do yeah. I
2: care? The one movie that is simultaneously completely inoffensive and totally <laughs> offensive. Yes. And right. that's unrateable.
4: Yeah, it's a, it's a war crime.
2: So we've been batting around <laughs> James L. Brooks for a long time. We've been batting it around. To and me,
4: then, this was always the crux of the
2: Brooks right, argument. Right. This
3: one. I mean, and the next one, and the next sure. one. Because the money in it. This the, one's fascinating. One this movie, movie
2: has weirdly... Had a, a kind of long tail as a punchline. Like people always cite this as like a weird, like more, more. I think within the arc of the Adam Sandler trying to make his dramatic or or uh, you know dr- dramedic, tragicomic career happen, which mm-hmm. has never fully gotten off the ground. Um, and it's a it's a dumb fucking title, um, Spanglish, right? But the second we committed to doing it, it's named after
3: the famed General Spanglish of the Civil War. <laughs> so maybe show some respect. <laughs> Yes. Uh, five comedy points.
2: <laughs> Thank you. It um, just sounds
3: like a general's. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Um, the second we committed to Brooks, you threw your hat into the ring. Uh-huh. That you needed to do Spanglish because you believe and will die on this hill that Taylor Leone's performance in Spanglish is the single bravest performance ever committed to film. Yes,
4: and I had not re-watched it, and rewatching it, I still believe it's brave. It's also fucking crazy, and she should have left. Like, she should have walked off the set. But I agree and with, off the country. I agree with yeah, both,
2: yeah. because Taylor Leone is in a different movie than everyone else. Taylor Leone is in a Lars von Trier rom
3: <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I yeah. think one of the many problems with this movie is everyone's in a different movie. Agree. Yeah, agree. yeah. but yeah, you're right. Taylor Leone is in... gloriously yeah, Cloris Leachman's doing, like, pantomime... <laughs> yeah. Very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But, Good Pantor But survival. it is, there is, people talk about "Quote unquote brave performances, yeah. and especially with actresses, it's usually a dumb fucking. It means like handle. You, they got you like naked. Go,
3: you you get naked, or you go through a lot of like abuse or right, something, right. or you declam. They scrubbed off your you makeup. Know, right, and you cry yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
2: usually kind of like a loaded, weirdly right. kind of backhanded thing to say. Like it's brave what for you brave to not thing. be, right, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But this is actually brave because she so fully commits to not trying in any way to endear herself to the audience at all. Like at all. At right. all. No. And and it's and, and it's a complete immolation
4: of her kind of persona at that time, right. of her career. It's just like right. she puts it all on the line. It k- blows up in her face catastrophically. Yeah, right, you are watching like,
3: a career end. Yeah, yeah essentially. Like, but I like yes.
2: I so deeply respect it. Like, oh, absolutely. I've too. always yeah. loved Taya Leone. I've always she's good. She's one of those actresses where I always go like, how did that not ever fully happen? And then you
4: <laughs> rewatch *Spanglish*. Well, there's this yeah. weird
2: thing where I think she's she is incredibly beautiful. Yeah, she's a very good actor. She has unbelievable comedic time. Yeah, like she has just incredible like fucking. Uh, chops yes she was and
4: a great reporter for msnbc 100 <laughs> percent. she died right.
2: right um shouldn't have gone to that beach with her dad <laughs> she got so in annoying. a fucking cave and she had a lot of big films like she had a run yeah. in the 90s where she was like placed front and center in a yeah. lot of different things that could make someone a movie star i'm, I'm
3: gonna pump the brakes on you but, for but a here's what i, I know about say. a lot
2: a few but here's what i want to say sure 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 yeah i think the thing that held her back was there a, was always kind of a prickliness there? Yes, that yeah. made it difficult for Middle America to connect with her. Not Middle, to fly over states, but there is there's, no, no, no. There's I this have no weird. It's not
3: a Middle America thing.
2: Metropolitan I, kind of uh, sure. Shelter. I can see that.
3: I could. She's a skinny blonde lady. Uh huh. She's you know like you said she's she's always been usually been cast as yes. in like the flirting with disaster role, which right. is sort of like one of her early roles, right? Yes. As the kind of The business lady, she can be a little little brittle, maybe. Yes, and I like.
2: I think she knows how to play brittle better than most people, and gets a lot of comedy. She's the the
3: love interest in Bad Boys, which she's uh, she's good in. But then, like, if you look at her, you know, Deep Impact, she's a pain. She won't stop asking about this asteroid. But she's good at her job. She's good at her job. But like, you know, take it easy, okay? He'll tell you about Ellie when he's good and ready. Uh (laughs) Uh, Jurassic Park Three, yeah. She's a fucking pain in the ass in that movie and right. she makes them go to the dino island to rescue their shit son sorry i'm just well, mad at her character in the family that man movie. right family man i have seen that what is she she's the it, wife what is, the, what is she is doing, doing that one?
2: well she's you that's know.
3: the one where he wakes up and he's not rich anymore he's like a middle-class guy
2: right and everyone right. thought that that was going to be a big thing for her weirdly didn't brett ratner direct correct yeah, he did I, i'd that was see him, him trying that movie. to be like i'm not just the rush hour guy right watch i'm gonna make like a humanist like, slice yeah. of life right. is it literally dramedy? just that he wakes up in a, in a normal family like that's it no the plot of the movie is that he had a great love when he was oh, young right. and he broke up with it's her. like a
3: sliding doors thing where right. it's like here's your life if you hadn't broken it's right. up 20 years with her. later right, he's
2: right. wildly successful but his life and is hollow and santa he right. falls up. off his roof no, you know who it is. It's Don Cheadle as a as a magical yes, homeless right? Man. Don oh, Cheadle right. is God,
4: right? Like or a uh, sort of
3: God-like figure. Yeah, angel figure. He's, yeah, an angel. Angel figure, okay, fine, fine. he's got
2: cut off, fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, and oh, like a ratty don't mind coat. me. I'm just keeping warm over here. And yeah. he's
3: like, oh, I'm ignoring you. My, and he's like, my, oh, my, my, oh, my, my great grandfather, Bagger Vance, used to say,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, But but I remember there being a lot of hype for her in that where they were like, maybe this is the one that will make her like America's sweetheart. But I think there was that thing where she always knew how to play, and I use this word carefully, strident people very well. Sure, sure. And she didn't try to make them likable. She played them realistically while bringing other movie star qualities to it. And I think a thing that always handicapped her was that she didn't care about being likable. Um. And that made people have a hard time separating.
3: care. That's the bravery thing right. you're talking about. Right. Because right. in Jurassic Park, she doesn't care about being likable. But like, people have know. a
2: hard time separating. In House of D. Yes. <laughs> I find this character unlikable from I find this actor unlikable. Oh, so I yeah. think some people yeah. got turned off by her because they were like, right. oh, she's always so annoying. And it's like she plays
4: annoying people very compellingly. Well, right. I mean, because you know, James L. Brooks wrote this, wrote the character. Yes. And she saw it, she read the script, and she was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And she went full tilt this into it. This is my it. melancholy. It's one of like, the. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of the we- <laughs> this is yeah. my antichrist. Yeah. No, <laughs> but it
2: does feel like. It feels yeah. like one of those, like, I've been a big movie star. Now I'm going to work with, like, a gritty European auteur and mm-hmm. scrub myself down and give, like, a very vulnerable performance, except in this, like, bizarre fucking sitcom, In which
4: almost everyone else is this angelic, very right. warm, gentle, like, yes. like like, wise person. And she's the lone person in the movie, except for maybe Thomas Hayden yeah. Church or whatever, who, like, is just. This this like black hole of awfulness, yeah. And you know, who
3: announces herself that way immediately. But I think it's also it's like James L. Brooks is uh you know working with him is a, a dream at yes. this point. You yes. know, he'd made one, he made you know I'll do anything wasn't a hit, but apart from that, it's like it's yeah. James L. Brooks. Of course, you go work with James and, L. Brooks. And, and you right? know,
4: you know, Taylor only had been on The Naked Truth for a few seasons, uh, so she was not she, like Helen Hunt. She yeah. had been on sitcoms in True. the nineties and look what that did for Helen Hunt you know yes. doing, you know so like sh- clearly yep. there you're you're right. was there was arithmetic to it that made sense
2: and here's another thing at this point going into this movie he is made Four movies. Of those four movies, three were Oscar winning hits. Right. Three of them got three different actors nominated. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, I'm saying I'll do anything
3: fine, but you know, even if you're handed like a 400 page script and the whole script is just James L. Brooks being like, I feel so guilty that I hired a Mexican maid, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, he'll
2: figure it out in, you know, he always figures it out, right? Like, he always sort of puts it together. I think there's that kind of feeling. And then there's also like, Leone, if she's there and she's trying to find her place to fit in Hollywood, it's like, who's the right director to work with? James L. Brooks. Perfect. Like, look at Shirley MacLaine in terms of endearment. Absolutely. If he can write that role for me, I'll finally connect. And look at, you know, look at um, Holly, Holly
3: Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, like,
4: you
2: know,
3: right. Holly Hunter is, is a Leone of her day. Difficult, in a way. messy
2: yeah. characters. Right, you know, right. people yeah. who are in equal parts compelling and revolting, <sighs> but ultimately, like,
3: so, yeah. we have now discussed Ta Leone more than anyone in the history of the planet, right? Oh, I don't this know. Is- I mean,
4: I've talked a lot about <laughs> Taya Leone in my life. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why we, that's why we yeah. brought you here.
2: Yeah, so this is our new podcast. It's called uh, Taya for Two.
4: Ta Leone. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, after this, she was in Fun with Dick and Jane, <laughs> which was Lizzie. a hit. Huge hit movie doesn't exist, yeah. but uh, it no, was she, she
4: did some movies after this, like A well, Ghost Town, Ghost which Town. is super, over, super under, weird underrated. I, I think yeah. it's a good I movie. I like Ghost I Town. I kind of like it. It has yeah. one of the best like line pairing endings ever where she, you know, she's like, uh, it hurts to smile. you know He's a dentist yeah. and he's yeah. like, I can fix that for you. And then the movie ends. It's so good. It's
2: really nice. She's great in it. I yeah. think I honestly maybe gave her a, a Griffin nom that year. Sure, yeah. She's really fucking good in it. Um, and then Tower Heist is the last movie she did, essentially.
3: Uh, Where she played Special Agent Claire Denham,
2: and I think she's very good in that. And then she
3: was nominated to be Secretary of State, a position she she still holds in the Trump administration, which Which, I don't understand. Madam Secretary, she's
2: still serving Uh, Uh, bravely. Thursdays at ten. But yeah, so she did work sometimes.
4: Is (laughs) working, but like this movie was a disaster for her.
2: Oh, for this is yeah. The film parts become spread out post the this and then she hasn't made a movie in five years Fun with
3: Dick and Jane was a movie I think she shot either before or around the same thing because that was a movie that took a while to get to theaters
2: that was also supposed to be Cameron Diaz who dropped out like two weeks before filming and Mm -hmm. it was a big deal that it was like oh it was going to be two massive A-list stars Yeah, and then suddenly like Cameron Diaz is out who do you replace her with Taylor Leone like this is huge sure um and, and I even remember going into- She was into, also like, in Hollywood Ending. Let's not forget. Right. right. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember before this movie came out, when no one had seen it, but it was like James L. Brooks, he's been editing for a year. Yeah, never old. count him out. It was like, the hot tip we hear is that it's a real showcase for Taylor Leone. Look out. Save a spot in Best Actress. Correct. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, it is a showcase. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh,
2: no, I remember
3: hearing. Okay. So, yes, I was a big Oscar watcher at the time. I'm yep. sure you were yeah, in a way, Richard.
4: We well, I was in college. And you I you say was... you were an
2: Oscar peeper? Yeah. Oh, here it comes. Because I know someone who <laughs> was. <laughs> Just, I was like, are you going to do it or not? Producer Ben. Hey. Ben, ben here. Producer Ben. Yes. Poet Laureate.
1: I didn't really watch Last the Oscars
2: at this time. Uh-huh. Mr. Positive. I still don't. Mr. Positive. Yeah. Buckmaster? Mm-hmm. Meat lover? Fart detective? Yeah. Are you Professor Crispy? No. Can
1: I wish you a hello fennel? Sure. But do it on the street and then in the sheet. That's a whole other thing.
2: <laughs> okay. You wet? what? Um, not oh currently. God, Hold on. Going. Let me take a sip. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's a loud that's so, sip. So now you're wet inside. <laughs> <laughs> soak yeah. uh, Of course, you graduate to certain talks with <laughs> the course of different me, such as Kylo Ben, producer Ben Kenobi, Ben Night Shyamalan, Ben Sate, Say, Say Thing, dot, 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 Ailey Benz with the dollar sign, War Haas, or Bane, and uh, 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 B- B19, The Fennel Maker, and, and Robo Haas. Oh, God. Yes.
1: Hey, I, you know what? Hot take, guys. I like this movie. <laughs> this is
3: the biggest twist of the whole podcast. Did you know this was coming? Did you have a spoiler? I knew about
1: this. Wow. I kind of like this movie. I think Tay is great.
0: <laughs> you
1: know, oh, I, I know people Tay like Tay's on days in this movie. Tay Tay <laughs>
2: Tay's <Zan-tay. laughs> on Spanglish. Tay's on day. Tay Diggs and Tay Leone. <laughs> Woo. That's a hot take.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just
3: got like 15 degrees yeah, warmer did in here. It did get actually really hot. No, really I don't hot. know.
1: I I thought this was kind of fun. Maybe the scenes play out a little long. <laughs> a little? You think so? <laughs> so just you, a little. So you, Do
3: you think there was maybe like not quite enough narrative tissue to this one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: it was enough. Oh yeah, Okay. But but how often does a college admissions essay have a strong three act <laughs> structure? You know,
3: <laughs> it's true. What what is this where they were like. All right, here she is. Okay, she wrote a college admissions essay. Do you think they were like, "Oh, so uh, your mom's nice and these white yeah. women, <laughs> these white people sound awful." That's 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 the whole essay. Tell, Tell me more like. about yeah. this sandwich. How did
2: you <laughs> How did you know all the private conversations that Tay Leone had with her mother? Yeah, that's true. In her She's
3: in the room
4: like She's, more than you see.
2: Yeah.
4: Keeping. <laughs> <She, laughs> the essay has a lot of digressions about her grandmother's alcoholism. <laughs> and honestly Or not her grandmother, her mother. Right, her her, her, mo- 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 her mother seems is
3: yeah, your mother's boss's mother.
2: Yeah. I mean, the first note I'd give is, you know, stick to your thesis. This is about how your mother's your hero. The salary like,
3: negotiation scene is interesting, but yeah. I'm pretty sure you were at school when you right. wrote this, this down. This jazz
2: crooner
4: trying to kick Frank the bottle. Bruni called my mother's boss, the, quite simply, the best chef in the world. In yeah. The
3: oh, right.
2: like, oh. uh, ben found this movie charming. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Ben's into it.
1: I really I've, I
3: has got a enjoyed big smile it. It's yeah. not a bit guys No ben it's like totally this movie. not a bit You I won w-
2: by it You ordered the Blu-ray I did How did
3: you feel about the fact That it was eight hours long
1: <laughs> Well here's the thing I felt like after watching it uh-huh. I was like That was a well spent evening <laughs> Sure And then you looked outside And the sun was rising That was the thing about it Yeah I, I watched it on a Sunday afternoon
4: And I just watched As it got darker and darker outside I was like This is so long I started this at noon <laughs>
3: God is it long? Yeah, boy. So yes, well, as you were, as I was saying,
1: I was an Oscar watcher. It felt like dinner theater for me because I ate while I was watching it. A Dude, a couple couple
3: meals. Sandwich, <laughs> right? Yeah, <a> couple <laughs> breakfast, breakfast, right. Lunch <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and
1: dinner.
2: He made a yeah. stew while he you were. You did the full Jimmy McMillan uh, while watching. Uh, this oh movie. my, Coco van is done now. <laughs> just lunch and dinner. <laughs> my <cucko van>. So,
3: <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, you were an Oscar watcher at the time. Yeah, I was as well.
2: But you were very big in I the, was on the, on forums, me- the forums, the right. message boards. You were riding the boards, and it's like treading the uh, boards, I should say. Yeah,
3: I was treading the the forum, the board forums. And so, like the hot movies of 2004, you had The Aviator, mm-hmm. you had Ray,
2: mm-hmm. Sideways was a critical darling. Oh uh, yeah,
3: Sideways, that's right. Which I guess took the Spanglish slots, right? <laughs> and you had Million Dollar Baby came in late, and you know stole a lot of thunder. Spoiler. But everyone was like, "Well, keep some." You know, room for Spanglish. Yeah.
2: Like James L. Brooks made a movie. It's mm-hmm. about. Cloris Leachman hasn't won in decades. This is going to be her comeback role. Like people like Kent <laughs> on And, and it. there was yeah.
3: definitely some talk of like Taylor Leone. There was also a lot of like Paz Vega. Of She's course, like, yeah. the ingenue. Yeah. This is going to be like a supporting actress uh, yeah. contender. Uh Yeah, and then it came out, and it I is. mean, everyone was like, <laughs> <laughs> it actually got uh, a SAG nomination. Cloris Leachman got a SAG nomination. Yeah, Support, yeah. Really? yeah. and uh, I feel like it got one other nom. It got a Golden Globe nomination for best score.
2: Hans Zimmer. Hans sure. Zimmer. Who's um, like weirdly one of James L. Brooks' closest collaborators, and sure. on the Criterion Broadcast News is like so effusive, and like 17 different talking head interviews talked about how he's like his favorite. Filmmaker. Well, the sound effect
4: was originally in terms of endearment. Yes. Right? Correct.
2: <laughs> um th- th- I just imagine. Uh, it also
3: was nominated for three AARP movies for grown up
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is a movie for grown Best up.
3: screenwriter, best actress, Clarice Leachman. That's
2: right. Actress. Holy-
3: <laughs> an AARP, she's an actress.
2: Did they watch a different
3: cut than us? <laughs> and best intergenerational film. Jesus That's right. Christ. Do you want to know what one?
2: Yeah, uh, that year, 2004. My... Wait, let me take a guess. Imagine losing an ARP. Okay, win. I got to say. L- for grown-ups. I got to yep.
3: say, best intergenerational film. Here are the five nominees. This is a great lineup. Okay. Okay, the winner was Miracle, which is fine. It's a fine movie. Kevin O'Connor. I guess yeah. it's intergenerational because it's like he's the coach and they're the... Yeah, you know. yeah. Then Badass. Remember Badass? By Melvin Van Peebles, Mario oh, Van yeah, Peebles. yeah, that's a great oh. movie. Yeah. Spanglish. Monsieur Ibrahim with fucking Omar Sharif. Remember yeah, that movie? Yeah. And then The Five
4: Obstructions, the <laughs> Lars
3: von <laughs> Trier movie. <laughs> Those are the five
2: nominees. <laughs> I think that's a
4: great list. So, so a Lars von Trier movie and Spanglish were nominated together Correct. for something. Correct. Yeah, they, well, they
2: originally thought Spanglish was one of the obstructions. Right? <laughs> it was.
4: <laughs> that was complete... well, Lars von Trier watched it and he was like, oh God.
2: Can you imagine Thomas Hayden Church's agent calling up and going like, Tom, look, I know you rapped on that dumb fucking wine indie. I finally got you a shot at the Oscar. You're playing. You're gonna back a real estate agent (laughs)
3: onto a driveway, out of a driveway, onto the road.
2: That was like my favorite uh, uh, trailer bit of uh, 2016. Was uh, after Moonlight had come out. Anytime the Collateral Beauty trailer came on and uh, had the moment where Naomi Harris delivers her big like, "But there is collateral beauty all around us if you just know where to look." I would turn to whoever I was with and go like. Naomi, I know you got that dumb fucking Moonlight thing out of your system, (laughs) but it's time for you to get an Oscar nom. I got Collateral Beauty right here. A movie I like. I know. Uh, You know what? I I land closer to your take than most people. Yeah, Yeah, I I, like it a lot less than you do, but I think it is not on the Book of Henry scale of horrificness.
4: No, and I think it's trying to do something nice. It doesn't really work. Um, Yeah. I mean, Spanglish is trying to do something nice as well, but it fails spectacularly. I think the, sure. s-
2: the script for Collateral Beauty is kind of a nightmare, but I think it's yeah. kind of handsomely made. I, I, I and it's I, got I, I think some it's good performances. Beautifully filmed. Franco. yeah,
4: I think Franco. it's really well filmed. Uh, yeah. and everyone is pretty good in it. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't mind it. I mean, because it's so. It's a movie that's like easy to be like eh, it's stupid and make fun of it but like
2: It's also got, it's got some fucked morality like oh, stress yes. yeah, yeah right yeah, right, yeah. right Okay
3: yeah. okay hold that thought um Ben Ben I want to talk about this new bedding that I've discovered
1: What is it
3: What is it it's brooklinen.com brooklinen like bedsheets Oh sure I've seen yeah.
1: these ads on the subway Well
3: I had to, actually <laughs> I actually even talked to people at Boom where I was like, I like those Brooklyn in ads. I want some in They look cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, you spend you spend a third of your life in in your sheets. You know? Yeah. It's time to you it's good good idea to upgrade them. get better sheets. You're spending eight hours a day. At least.
1: At least. Hello. Get some good sheets. I prefer
3: ten, personally. Wow you know yeah perfect world um so yeah so we we've got this new sponsor brooklyn.com they they make the best most comfortable sheets with uh, no big markup and uh they've got you know different like levels of comfort depending on uh what kind of sheets you like uh they were founded in april 2014 by husband and wife team vicky and rich foolop and uh, their philosophy is just the most beautiful, comfortable home essentials with no crazy prices. I like that. Yeah, they don't they don't do markups. They don't do fees. They found out that like most bedding is marked up like three three hundred percent, and uh, they just sort of did away with that. And they've like won the best online bedding category at good housekeeping. You know, this these it's it's like fancy sheets, but it's not so expensive.
1: Also, I'm wondering, do they have versatile colors and patterns, <laughs> Ben? Yeah.
3: I am so glad you asked that question. What's up? They have versatile colors oh, and patterns.
1: Thank God. Because
3: like, you know, you can get your gray, your blues, your whites, your sure, blacks, but sure. ooh, you want a stripe? Yes. A little saucy stripe? Mm-hmm. I want a pattern. Maybe you want to mix things up? Maybe I want a vaporwave sheet. Uh, sure. I think vaporwave might be in like beta for them right now. The, cool. va- the vaporwave sheets. Cool, cool. Maybe you want a solid flat sheet, but then, you know, pattern on the duvet, whatever, man. I like They it. can mix and match. Uh anyway, uh my Brooklyn and sheets, I got the Lux brand personally. I'm I consider myself are. a pretty Lux guy. Humble brag. <laughs> uh are the best, most comfortable sheets that I've slept on. They uh yeah, instant instant upgrade over the uh look, I'm not gonna disparage, but like the the crap I had before. And uh we we have an exclusive offer for our listeners.
1: Oh shit. <laughs>
3: Well, you'll get $20 off and free shipping if you use promo code CHECK at brooklinen.com. Um, they're so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. So, if you, you know, want $20 off and free shipping, you use promo code CHECK at brooklinen.com. You got
1: the promo code?
3: Maybe I should give it to you one more time. Well,
1: I was wondering how do I make a check sign? Uh,
3: Thank you, thank you for for bringing this up. See, I, I there was it was a sort of a lost expression in your eyes.
1: Yeah, no, I was like trying to think. Is it Command Option <laughs> Nine? No,
3: you go to b r o o k l i n e n dot com promo code check.
2: Oh, okay. the word
3: check, like in the title of our podcast. I get it. All right, so that's Brooklyn, and they're the best sheets ever.
2: Uh, so, James Earl Brooks.
3: In between, as good as it gets in Spanglish. You know he produces "What About Joan?" <laughs> and riding cars with boys, and he's doing a lot of The Simpsons. I guess so. I don't know how involved he is with The Simpsons by that point. I think you know, he's in the, still in the late very 90s? hands on
2: on the show. By all accounts, hands on. By all accounts, all right. Yes, um, but let's I don't also- think he's
3: doing much. He also, of course. Famously, just takes a long time to write his movies. He, he like he really like, does, like attacks them from right, like all angles. Seven years
2: right. in between each film, pretty much. And he also, you know, at this point, Gracie Films has had a couple very successful graduates. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but
2: he is like, I want to nurture voices and let them direct their own scripts. Like Yardley and, Smith. Like Yardley Smith. Great They're voice Yes, actress. voices like Hank Azaria. No, you fool. <laughs> Uh, Wes Anderson, you know Bottle mm-hmm. Rocket and, and uh, Cameron Crowe with Say Anything. Um, he's now had like a couple proteges who have gone on to like yeah you know by this point like Wes Anderson's ascended Cameron. He Crow's also worked ascended. on uh yeah
3: right Jerry Maguire right right
2: yeah. right. Um, so you know as good as it gets was coming off of a flop. A film that had a very belabored production schedule. People weren't sure how it was going to turn out. And then it's a huge fucking success. Wins, Oscars. wins a bunch of Oscars. So everyone goes like, Well, yeah, I mean, never bet against Brooks. Takes his time. He casts Sandler, one of the biggest leading men at this point in time.
4: Sure. He had done Punch Drunk Love,
3: right? Yes. He cast yes. him
2: off of that. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: He liked his performance in Punch Drunk Love.
2: But he was on a pretty solid run of Sandler comedies at this point in terms of box office. In terms of box office. Absolutely. Yes. And In terms he, of acclaim, no. Didn't have that. He had, he had that, gotten one. He, had yeah, he'd done got, one prestige move, and, yes. he did,
4: and he didn't have that kind of mean energy that he developed Correct. later. You know, yeah, sure. Um, and, and all that resentment people have about the shitty Netflix movies and like his weird thing and funny people, like this is like he, he's still kind of beloved and, 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 and cozy. the sense of
2: him feeling lazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the thing that Paul Thomas Anderson tapped into really well. Is the like central anger of Adam Sandler, which is the key to making him work. Right. It is.
3: And it's what Baumbeck uh, uses so well in um, Meyerwitz stories. And, it's the yeah.
2: juxtaposition between his sort of like, oh, bashful little boy, mumbly kind right. of. And like then like puppy with dog this thing, like rage and then this churning coiled inside. rage right, yeah. inside.
4: And as rain, rain Over Me showed, it's best when it's on a Segway.
2: <laughs> yes. It's right. best when playing PlayStation right. 2. Um, I think Don shortly after this point, yeah. uh, Sandler crosses a threshold where he becomes a little too old for the man boy thing to be charming. Mm-hmm. Well, just visually. After
3: this, the next year is the longest yard, right. which, whatever, that's just whatever. sort of the gimme sports. And right. he does click. Uh, then he does click, which is him being like, let me make another big daddy, a sort of heartstring right. tugger.
2: And, and move into my 40s to Sure, try to, right. sure. I'm
3: about growing up. And right. then then he does. Uh, the double whammy of Rain Over Me and I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I Now Pronounce okay. You Chuck and Larry is a tough one to shake. A
2: film written by Alexander Payne and Jim Taylor. Yeah.
3: I mean, some some version of that film was written by them, right? They, I like, believe,
2: wrote the original right, version, right. And, which i uh, heard was good. Yeah, sure. Prob- I, I, I could buy that it was yeah. better. Yeah, yes.
3: Uh, of course, they, they shrunk someone in that movie. They
2: though. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, kept I now trying pronounce to work you that in. tiny and little.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Zohan in 08. And you know, bedtime, bedtime
4: stories. Zohan's great. Bedtime stories a of disaster. Are right. Zohan's? I, I've seen it. Are its? What are its politics like? Interesting.
1: Yeah. Weird. Yeah.
4: <laughs> weird. Weird.
3: I mean, weird. I mean, its politics are nominally like you know that the peace is a good thing and everyone yeah. should just be friends. But, uh, but he's, like,
4: in Mossad in the movie, Correct, right? yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Like, but, what's
2: interesting about Zohan is that the politics aren't good and they're not bad.
4: Okay, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. like,
2: elements it of both. It's actually like, trying to tackle it. Like, it's not being like, a, stu-
4: a studio comedy about yeah, Israel no. is it was crazy. was written by
3: yeah. Apatow, Smigel, and Sandler. And I remember reading this long article in The Times about them being, like, can you write funny jokes about is- the Israel-Palestine it was also conflict? also, like, they
2: tried to write it when Sandler first got big and had, mm-hmm. like, his first called Big Hits. And they were like, right. great, here's our passion project. And and they were like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no. It took yeah. like ten more years. Here's of my Sandler passion Project
3: writes a <laughs> piece of paper. Right.
2: right. Like it was like post Big Daddy they tried to make this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ten years later, and then Apatow had become bigger, they finally like yeah. got them. It's yeah. just
3: it has a lot of weird, funny jokes. There's something I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah. I remember uh, but then Bedtime Stories, grown ups. It's that's where right. that's where he's really it's slipping bed- into just like, I'll just do a movie. Bedtime stories is the one with Carrie Russell?
2: Yes. Uh, yes, okay.
4: and um, uh, Russell Brand's in that Correct. one. Who's the love interest in Click, or the wife?
3: Uh,
2: Beckinsale.
4: Beckinsale. Oh, God, that's right.
3: And
2: then Grown Ups, yeah. it's Hayek. Right. Chuck and Larry, it's And then, then in Just
3: Go With It, it's like a sandwich of Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Aniston, and Brooklyn Decker uh, or something, right? Yeah. Like everyone's Kidman throwing Kidman is a rival
2: at- for Aniston. Okay. Aniston's okay. his that's fake right. wife because Decker's his real girlfriend, but he has to. Seem like he has a family and works for him. Promotion. Right. It's something like that. Just go with it. Just go with it. That's the other thing. The movies become like he's now insanely uh, wealthy. Mm -hmm. He lives a very, very luxurious life, but is miserable, Mm -hmm. is mean to everyone around him, and dates beautiful, beautiful women who he resents. You mean in his movies? In the movies. And then that becomes like Spanglish weirdly. But in the middle of all that, he makes funny
3: people, which is like this confessional self movie. right, Right. Right. Anyway. Um, sandler he's a fascinating yeah so
2: this movie like james l brooks clearly sees the like punch drunk love thing where everyone sort of went like oh he clearly is like a good actor if you know how to use him if you frame him in the right way he sees the albert brooks in him 100 right yes but then what's weird is he completely neuters him in this movie he just wants to make him the shy puppy dog thing Mm -hmm. he is so inoffensive in this movie and it's so bizarre because uh, Teglioni is so strident and yes. so unlikable. Yes. Yeah. Everything is her fault. And
3: so tone deaf and right. right. And, and does, they try to make Sandler totally she innocent. Like, yeah. But not only that.
4: Yeah. And he is. He's like right. a dumb little well, puppy. It, to, to, yeah. to, the, to the extent that, I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but like yeah. when, in the scene at the end of the restaurant between him and Paz Vega, when they finally express something about their emotions, you yeah. A, have no idea where they came from. Right. No, and B, it's like two little kids. Yeah. Because they're both so. I mean, she gets they're angry in, and he no, gets angry. No, they're infantilized. Like,
3: they're totally weird. infantilized he by, by this. Yeah.
2: Developmentally disabled in this movie. Because of the way the character's written. Yeah. You you no, know, know?
3: totally. He's. Yeah. Look, I think. There's some germ of an idea that he's like, it's like, oh, he's the good cop and she's the bad cop. Right. right? Like, right. It's, 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 that is expressed at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But he, like you say, he wrote the Albert Brooks character in broadcast news. Like he knows how to find the interesting part of that character. Yes. Like the, the sort of hang dog, nice guy, you know, but, but yeah. the and then thing. he just forgot to he put it in this character. He not loses no, is, is that like,
2: there. in broadcast news, he makes Albert Brooks, who's the guy you want to root for also a piece of shit. Right. and say a bunch of really awful stuff. Right. And he makes uh, William Hurt, who's the guy who's a piece of shit who you want to root against, do a lot of very nice things. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, but he that, doesn't, right. Yeah. What he used Everyone's to get. Everyone's complex. Right. right, and in this movie, no one is complex. <laughs> and you loved it. What, what are your thoughts? I, you're well, burning up on that, mic.
1: I just wanted to say, I think uh, Sandler's one of the, the great comic yellers. Agreed, and they don't use it at all. Yeah. No. You know, no, there's only a couple of moments. Yeah. So I really agree. Like that's I think the
2: moment you bottle the rage and then have it like burst out. He didn't yeah. get to do anything in this no. movie.
1: No, uh, again, I do like it though. I mean, it's just like his yeah. character. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get enough.
2: He just seems tired. This whole movie. very tired. Yeah. yeah,
4: and he even says at one point, like, "Can I just get?" He, like, he just complains about everyone kind of bringing their shit to him and right. and, and whatever. And it's like, do you just want to leave the movie? Like, he just does. Well,
2: yeah. and I'll say, like, a terrible movie that I think he's very good in, and you're probably about to get really angry at me, is Men, Women, and Children. Uh, I, that's an awful movie. It's an awful he's movie. Fine, I think it. he's yes. very
3: good in it. Very good is strong, but he's he's, he's pretty good. I'll stand for it. I dare you to watch that movie again.
2: (laughs) I never will but I really like his performance but I think that's one where he doesn't ever blow up but they use the fact that you can see the simmer underneath it. Yeah, Like on the surface that performance he also just seems like a totally zoned out sort of like hand packed dude. Well
4: a lot of times when comedic actors go serious they just you know turn off all affect and they're just like completely blank Right. Right, and I think he does that to some extent but like at his best, there is a sort of fluidity. There, like yeah. there is, you know, dimension to it. Um, but uh, it's not always employed. It's kind of like how Mark Wahlberg can be great if he's in the right thing. Yes, but like if he's not, he's horrible. Like well, he's yes. terrible in all the money he's in the world. Terrible. Right. Well, he's well, terrible. we had a long talk about it. the did. thing
2: with Mark Wahlberg. Is he needs to play someone who has a chip on their shoulder. He right. needs to play a character that has something to prove. Right. If you put him in all the money in the world, and it's like this guy's got it all figured out. Trust him. He is so boring. Yeah. He's like a comedian going straight. Yeah. Where he loses all his energy. Um, Paz Vega.
3: <laughs> I don't Paz know. Vega. No, she, no, it's just every scene with Sandler is someone comes, like you say, someone yeah. comes to him and is like, blah, 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 you know, like there's some uh, conflict and he's okay, like, okay, uh, right, uh, right, uh, what's going uh, on? All right. Uh, it should yeah. be. Okay, uh, Which is where you
4: kind of want to infer some autobiography on Brooks's part, right? Because yeah. you're like, why else? Is this this way? You know, like why 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 is the movie so imbalanced between yeah. the, you know the, the two leads? I mean, I guess Paz Vega is ostensibly the third lead, right, of the movie? I mean, right. sure, yeah, she's the lead, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's, the it's movie. a three hander. Yeah. But she's yeah. so non human yeah. in a way yes. that like she doesn't even register as one of the main you know characters. Um, I don't know, but, but like, at the same time, I don't know, David, you and I were talking about it, like, over text a little bit, like, is this a movie about James L. Brooks trying to justify why he wants to fuck his maid? Like, maybe that was it. <sighs>
2: I don't know, was, maybe. But,
4: like, he wasn't really dealing
2: with I the, think it's a guilty know,
1: movie.
4: It's a guilt, there's something
1: guilty. There's something I just
2: guilty. don't
3: know, but I, I don't mean that, that he's guilty of a crime. No. Like, I think the movie- it, It's a white guilty movie. Is a white guilt movie yeah. about, like- a class can, guilt. Right, in a class yeah. guilt movie about, I can't believe that I employ these, like, Human beings to yeah. do like bullshit in my house, and, so I know so, and they're real people,
2: and right. I need to acknowledge that. I know that I'm in a bubble, right? And right. rather than figure out how to break out of that bubble, I'm going to make a movie about being in the bubble. Right, but
3: right. then the movie's just going to feel like like told from the like the most far away bubble possible. You know I, what I mean? So like like, yeah.
2: I, like two years ago, I think my family and I went to a Thanksgiving dinner with my grandmother. Not to throw my grandmother under the bus, but I'm about to throw my grandmother under the bus because I kept on thinking about this while watching Spanglish. And there was, like, we were in Tennessee where my fucking family goes for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, a a band playing music, right? Mm -hmm. There were a couple guys with, like, banjos and stuff. And she just turned to me and she went, oh, I look at people like that and I wonder who – who are they? What lives do they live? And I went, I probably a musician. Oh, and then boy. she went and
4: wrote and wrote to
3: the English. Right,
2: like that's what this movie feels like. Yeah, James L. Yeah. Brooks overheard that conversation. Right. Oh, fascinating. Right, like he was like, oh, I just had a profound thought. My maid has a life. Right, right. My right. maid has this interiority is and agency. You guys are missing the point. It's like a, it's <laughs> like a
1: modern Dylan song.
2: You know what Please. I mean? Or it's like a, it's like a, it's like on a that Tom Waits
1: song or something. It's like over here, you got the maid. You know, she escaped from Mexico with her daughter. You know, you got like the struggling <laughs> housewife. Maybe she's taking pills and stuff. You know, over here, here's the chef. He's accomplished, but, you know, he's trying to connect with his kids. He doesn't get along with his wife. Here's the fat girl. You know what I mean? It's like an I mean, I mean, five stars. <laughs> Best <laughs> picture.
2: I have to apologize to Sony Pictures Home Entertainment because they're now going to have to reissue Spanglish with it's like a modern Tom Waits song as the pulled well Scarlett Johansson's is going to re- remake it that's what's going yes gonna- yes uh, geez, that's great. three comedy points um, yes I, it, this movie just feels to me of that sort of bubbly like faux empathy of like Look at me. I want you to know that Can I'm you believe considering. Can you figured
3: this out? They're, that's a They person. have lives. Yes, right.
4: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there is something. Uh, I, <laughs> my grandmother's not a nice person. Yeah. It's the most insane movie I've read. But um, <laughs> there is something. There is a glimmer of an idea there that works. And I think that when he's trying to articulate like. Uh, have you guys seen Dear Evan Hansen?
3: Uh, I have, yes. Have you? I, I, yes, I have. I do not yeah. like
4: that musical at all. Mm-hmm. But one thing it gets right is that that awkward social tension of. The, ki- the kid wanting to spend more time at the friend's house because uh-huh. the parents are nicer to him yes. or they have more shit or whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and I think that that's a very familiar sort of like just you know kind of closehitty and just like social angst that people have mm-hmm. and I think that Spanish yeah. does that really well in certain moments of like, Taylor only not realizing that like taking the girl out you know is is a big deal or just like the the kind of casual approach to money where she's like $50 is a lot of money you know Yes, and so I think if
2: you get stuck on that those scenes are decent
3: little ideas like little tiny stories I mean the
2: reason why we're covering James L. Brooks is that even when he whiffs there are slivers that are so frustrating because you're like you're Onto something insightful. You can't figure out how to articulate it, and it's also buried in a pile of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I, I think, like, you look at Terms of Endearment, which has a very epic scope to it, mm-hmm. but is a very focused story. It's just about the relationship between these two women with a lot of other characters coming in and out of their lives. Broadcast News is about the dynamic of the three of them, but it has so much going on. Yeah. And then he starts to go, like, you've said the thing about how you think some performances ruin some actors. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Kate Blanchett doing Streetcar Named Desire. Oh, yeah. On stage, she's never been able to totally drop right. Blanche DuBois since then. Sure. And I feel like, similarly, Broadcast News ruined uh, James L. Brooks and that he keeps on trying to be like, you know, like, the thing I did in Broadcast News. Yeah, right. he, be- he, sure. be-
4: he becomes self-conscious.
2: I'm doing a thousand yeah. plot lines. Yeah. I have a hundred characters. I'm considering okay. a bunch of different elements. Yes. Yeah.
3: But Broadcast News, right, has the advantage that it's set in... A new station, right? It has a. Whereas, a world like world he totally and then, understood. Like, and spent things just time get studying. like as good as yeah. it gets. His whole pitch is like, "What if a guy was an asshole?" Like right. that's his whole pitch for Which, as good as it mind gets. As good
2: as it gets, he rewrote a pre-existing script. Sure, right? Yes, yes it right. wasn't and, his idea. And I like. Is, uh, his, uh, I warm. I rewatched
4: yeah. as good as it gets over over the holiday. Yeah. um And um, it's a good. It's still a good movie. I like it, mm-hmm. but I'm like half and
2: half on it. But yeah. but. Well, I mean, people will it's, listen to our episode. They will.
4: Episode it's one of those that. things where it's like, well, no, the character is a racist, yes. sexist, right. it's, yes. homophobe. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just he the character. He says a lot of shit, but Brooks got away with it, mm-hmm. and so I think he was like, oh, so
2: like I'm good. I, I have, sure. I, I've got and to figure Nicholson. it out. Nicholson also, it helps yeah. when you have a guy who's well, right. proven like the audience follows him wherever right. he goes. So, yes. so maybe yeah. that
4: kind of emboldened him to be like, okay, well now I'm going to tackle this thing I see every day in L.A. Right. And it's like, no, but you didn't. But that's not the same thing.
2: Right. But I'm right.
3: That's true. But also. As good as it gets the pitches, the guy's an asshole. Spanglish the pitches. Nothing. There's no pitch. This movie doesn't have a story at all.
2: And also, as you say, like the apart
3: from it's a Tom Waits song. And now I understand that, (laughs) and it is a Tom Waits song. And I think we need to get on the record. But like the whole pitch of the movie is she moves to Malibu for three months with these people, right? Right, I guess, which is so.
4: uh, But but
2: as you said, like the daughter angle is the most interesting angle to the movie. Uh It's weirdly the superstructure because of this fucking college essay in the narration. But so often she kind of gets lost within the main body of the film, other than as narration or like a bargaining chip between these people. Sure. And yeah. I also think that dynamic is interesting, but the way it's so often played is uh, <laughs> Tay Leone cannot stop buying stuff for this girl. Like yeah. pathologically cannot stop Well, that's the way that she purchasing. expresses
3: both love right. and also criticism and is that, by buying right. stuff for her. And you. that Paz right. Vega
2: hates money. Like I'm saying, the reductive way it ends up coming yeah, across yeah, sure, very sure, often sure. in the movie is just mm-hmm. like Paz Vega throws money at the wall. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, does like happen. Burns two every times in a row. Right. Okay,
3: let's get into the uh, the story of Spanglish, which I just alleged does not exist. But.
2: Okay, so it starts with a envelope being opened in a college admissions boardroom.
3: I really wish that was like I know it's not that far in the future because the girl's 12 years old, but it was like there were like jet packs and <laughs> <laughs> you know like flying cars yeah, going yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like it was like Clifford, you know?
2: Kenny and Jim should make a, a sci-fi movie.
4: Bicentennial Man is there reading
3: essays. <laughs> exactly. This is a good one. I know he doesn't talk like that. Has there, um, has there ever been
2: a, a good college admissions essay movie made? Because it's a, it's a weird well. Well, I know
3: you want to talk about admission now.
2: Well, and also. I uh, think that's an underrated movie. Me and, and Earl and the Dying Girl.
3: Oh, God, that's oh God. right.
2: Which is the same movie where it's all oh the superstructure no. of, here's I how I learn from other yeah. people.
3: And I hate that structure where he's oh, yeah. like, yeah. and when she died, I really learned a lot. You know, Bates yeah, yeah. College.
2: <laughs> you know, like whatever yeah. it is I, uh, I was very close to being the boy in admission. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I felt a real missed opportunity because I read that script and I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be an Oscar player.
1: Oh, well, and it, it wasn't that. It comes out in a, January. Yeah, no it came out in on January, like
2: 18 months later. Yeah.
4: Um, but no, I I think the device is unfair because it the the, the daughter isn't really a character. I mean, she is, but she's Crit. she's just kind of this thing. And Crit. no, and, she's and, yeah,
3: she's, she's not really. She is played by Shelby Bruce.
4: And also, I you know, I know that like these are supposed to be complicated characters, and we'll get to it. But like the decision that Paz character makes at the end, vis a vis her schooling, and mm. uh, it, that to me, it's like no. No, just like they, this is not such a tribal audi- ideology that like they will not let them do anything in, in this sort of white world or whatever. Yeah. I mean,
3: but uh, that right. is how James L. Brooks thinks of it because
4: well, right. in the beginning of the movie yep. is,
3: uh, what's the daughter's name? Um, Christina Spanglish. Uh, yes, Christina Spanglish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as she tells her story, like her mother, um, Immigrated to America.
2: It's her hero. You have to write a college essay. On yeah, your she's hero. writing about her hero. Right. They, they
3: don't mom. stay in Texas because it's not Hispanic enough. Right. Uh, they go to Los Angeles. Seventy-two percent or whatever. They Forty-eight. Say. Okay. Uh, Seventy-two. I mean that's ninety-six. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, four twenty. Uh, oh come on! I don't
2: know. I don't come know. on! We're just
3: saying numbers. Uh, and then apparently they live in Los Angeles in like the part where like no white person. is They're like ever living visited. on
4: Oliver Street, basically. Right? Like, they right, live yeah. in
3: fucking Diagon Alley where you have to like tap on the right brick to enter. You know, <laughs> right, right?
2: And she's literally never. And then they they say like she doesn't you know. speak. This is
3: why she doesn't speak English. I think this is James L. Right. Brooks's like right. uh, explanation. But no matter, she
4: learns in three days later. Right. So yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, excuse
3: me, IMDb trivia. Excuse me, the tape that Floor uses to learn English is a real tape. Excuse me, correction. It's a piece. Floor, floor. floor. I'm terrible at rolling my arse. I was trying to do it. I can't floor. do it. Floor. We should, we're Jews. So we should be able to do that. Uh,
2: we should be able to do that. Um, uh, Paz Vega uh, spoke uh, no English when she was cast in the film. Right. And uh, they had a translator on set who had to translate between her and James L. Brooks. For That's real, crazy. on the set, wow, Spanglish, and she kept being like, "Okay," <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but but, but. and every like, time Here's... they gave her a paycheck,
3: she'd throw it back <laughs> at James the <O>. Brooks.
4: <laughs> walked to the bus. Yeah,
3: um, I can imagine James the
4: Brooks was like, "This is great. It's like
3: Spanglish." Right, so meta. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. right.
4: Um, you're in Los Angeles, which is 48 percent, um, Hispanic. Right. I think you mean 115, but go on. Uh, okay. It's one eight seven percent. Why do, why is why cast a Spanish from Spain actress in this role? I mm-hmm.
3: my guess is that this is just not something that pops into a casting agent's head at this time,
2: right? I mean it well, has I to mean, be. I mean they good. said there were three there were three heavy contenders for the role. Yeah. There was Eva Mendez, who okay. was big That's, at this moment. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yes. There was Eva Longoria, who was really popping at this moment. Yeah. because well, like she season was Desperant
3: Housewives is this year. Correct. So it had just started. Right. right. So yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like a big deal. Yeah.
2: Right. And then Paz Vega... Had not done an American film, right. but Sex and Lucia was like this big independent sort of thing. Right. And she was the surprise winner of the role. Right. Um, Despite right. being the wrong ethnicity. Right. For the Eva
3: Longoria people. is the only one of the that's actresses the we just named who's Mexican because Eva Mendez is Cuban.
2: Oh, really? And, okay. Yes.
3: And Paz Vega is Spanish and she's. Which, and, and the yes. thing about
4: her being Spanish, like, that's a, that's a racial problem. I mean, yes. if uh, you want to bring it down, yeah, it's in those an times, accent thing. Yeah, yes. she's
2: European. Right,
3: right. Yeah. But right. it's also, I mean, like, because she had been in talk to her. She's, yes. uh, in, you know, the naked body that they, in the weird short film part of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she'd Does been in the husband?
2: Sandler. Oh,
3: right. Sarah Steele. Um, oh. And she's in Sex and Lucia, which was right. like this sort of like racy Spanish movie from right. the, like 2000, which I remember like the fuss that one caused. Everyone's
2: uncle couldn't stop raving about exactly. it. Because it was like the movie that your older relatives would right. be like, I yeah. usually take him to foreign films and he hates them, but he <laughs> loved this one.
3: I just I thought it was well shot. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was the Rochelle Rochelle of its year. Right.
2: It's a movie with like on-screen masturbation. and stuff. Sure. It's one of those. Yeah. you know.
3: But like this Spain like 18 of those a year, I mean, they, you know, like but this you know. one pop,
2: people like it.
3: <laughs> um, but she, yeah. like, and I remember Gail Garcia Bernal, uh, was in Bad Education, the Our movie. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe when is that? Is that same year, 2003 or is it 2004? I think it's 2004. And like, I remember the fuss people made because he's Mexican, and like, where they were like, you know, I knew Spanish people who were like he really nailed the accent, like, it's so hard and he mm-hmm. really pulled it off. Like, what an impressive achievement. I don't know how she's doing with her accent. Because, again, I'm not, I am not.
4: don't have the ear for this.
2: Not Spanish speakers. might
4: not be uh, very good. It
2: feels off to me. I
4: don't know.
2: It feels off. But yeah. I can't speak I no from idea. any place of know. knowledge. That yeah. said, I think
4: yeah. she's good in the movie in yes. as much yeah. as she is. She's
3: yeah. a very charismatic performer.
4: Like, yeah. yeah. I think she is good in the
3: movie. Her
2: character just doesn't make any I sense.
3: Think most people, most of the actors in this movie are, like, in a vacuum kind of good. Yeah. But it's just, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't really endorse Every
2: it. Every single character is ill-conceived.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so.
2: Or maybe it's more like a ballad.
3: <laughs> so she's she moved to L.A. Is this your
2: favorite movie we've ever covered on the podcast, Ben? Uh, it's like top 10
3: top, top 10, 10. Hey, Ben should do a ranking someday yeah. so they move to LA but then why does she need
2: they have two jobs more money that she has two jobs oh, they,
3: they right. set it up that oh, oh she, that she's that boy ab- puts a hand on Christina's ass yeah, she's at a, oh, a, bu- right. a dance or something yes.
4: and she sees that and she's like oh I can't work at night because if I do she's yeah. gonna get in trouble right um, so she has to have a job that pays you know, at, the, at least four hundred and fifty. She works during the day week. rather than having to work right. at night, and can
2: right. right be home with her.
4: So right. she's super overprotective, and that, but but so to to do, to be more protective, she decides to get a job all the way across the town.
3: <laughs> yes, right. like where she has to take a bus right to the other side of town. Right. She gets this job because her sister knows someone or her cousin her or something. Cousin, yeah, yeah you right. Know, like
2: who functions as a translator, which Tayley thinks that she's interviewing the cousin for the job. Uh huh. Until and she that, realizes that interview yeah.
4: scene. Is one of the strangest things so bizarre. I've seen in a long time. It's so that's,
3: so right.
2: This full is, floppy hat, sunglasses. And and this, it, is well, this, this is where this it's is, like the movie is, is like yeah. getting
4: injected
3: into us, like you know, <laughs> yeah. like, right. real like right. it.
2: It turns into existence at this yeah. point, and it's you're like really... a thing that's tapping into our spine <laughs> right. that we're having to experience. Right. We're
3: like, yeah, yeah, like contact lenses are being put on our right. eyes. Right.
2: It's a squid at this point, right? This
4: movie. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it's so um, unnerving because you're trying to figure out what Tealeon is doing or who she's supposed to be, right? And she just keeps kind of zigging and zagging. You're like, what? What? What is the energy here? Simultaneously,
2: Leechman zigging and zagging. So you're like, which one am I supposed to be watching? (laughs) It's like you're trying to beat up a a ball and (laughs) shell Yeah, exactly. It's three card Monty. You're like, which one should I be paying attention to? (laughs) Someone's trying to con me here. (laughs) I just don't know who. Someone's stealing my money. (laughs) Right. Um, but it's a very bizarre scene in which Taylor Leona keeps on like saying kind of offensive things, and then over-explaining her like shame over yeah. what she said. Oh,
4: and they 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 have the cousin inexplicably walk into a glass, do- the glass wh- door. Door
2: they've never seen glass before. Oh apparently. no, I forgot oh, okay. about that. Right, That's
3: this right. kind of seals the interview right away. In fact, because yeah. right. the first thing they do is walk into a glass door. Because it's too clean or whatever, I guess. I don't, you know, right. right, and
2: then Taylor only tips her $20 for her. Taylor only gives her for money. She has a she little, has
3: little pot. <laughs>
4: she has a full, coffee cup. Just full of $50,000 in it, I, mean, with like, <laughs> I bills. And it's like, is that a thing?
3: I've never seen that before. Like, I could imagine a coffee can with... Loose change in it, right? Right. But it's like like a money clip of 20s are in there. Like, it's like
2: so much money. And it's just like on the counter. (laughs) It's like something a drug dealer would have. Right, right, right. Yeah.
4: I mean, like, my grandparents used to keep like an envelope of cash in their like underwear drawer for like, you know, emergencies. Right, but they were
2: like $2 bills. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I have four of
3: them. Look. So we have cousins' (laughs) noses. You know that, Ricky? (laughs) This is the thing about Spanglish. Every scene is like the Zapruder film where you want to (laughs) like just like slow it down and like frame by frame. So the cousin's nose is bleeding because she hit her face on the glass. Right.
0: Hot is, still silent at this is monologuing
3: yeah. about three things at once, including that she should have gotten stickers for the glass door. And she says, "I'm
4: not mad. I'm not As mad." As if she would be mad not that mad. the woman, which walked is in like her door. catchphrase. I yeah. think right. that's what
3: James L. Brooks like started with that and yep. built the whole character around right. it. Don't at me,
2: bro.
3: <laughs> I'm not mad. And then she like throws money at her, and then she's like. I just did that. Was I supposed to do that? Why did I do that? You know, she's like questioning her she's own got no madness. internal monologue right, right. And then finally, they sit down, she realizes she's interviewing this other woman who doesn't even speak English, yeah, and a salary negotiation begins, and she asks for a thousand dollars a week, and everyone's quiet, and then they all start laughing and then like. So now they've established like,
2: oh, because that's a big thing. The Which, ceiling like, of the money she can ask fifty thousand dollars
4: a year for that job when it's six days a week and yes. it's like morning till night. do whatever the fuck you want like, is a reasonable,
3: right? A
2: hundred percent, right? Is this
3: but, movie set in like nineteen seventy nine? Like, why is that unreasonable? But
2: but also, uh, uh makes her really uncomfortable talking about how beautiful she is. Yes, oh god, how beautiful yeah, mm-hmm. is, right? Um, and then it, the the money thing is like. So how much do you want? And she's like, She's like, what, are, what tell are, me. are you
3: offering? And she's like, no, 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 no. No. If you ask too little, I won't think anything of you. And if you ask too much, like you're being arrogant. No, something it's about like that. what she thinks of herself. She goes, This is a big right. test. Yeah, if yes, you ask right. too
2: little, I know you don't value yourself. And if you right. ask for too much, I'll think you're arrogant.
4: Which so is it's like, what perverse. the
2: fuck are you What yeah. sociological experiment yeah. is this? So she throws out the the a thousand, ha. Oh, never mind, it was a joke. Uh quattro comedy points. <laughs> And, right, and so they right. settle
3: on 650, which well, is about
4: 30 grand sim- a year. Signals. so she signals to the yeah, to this yeah, right, right, yeah. To she goes it. like six, yeah, right, yeah, right,
2: right, yeah, right, 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 yeah. Uh, so then they feel really flush, and and she takes her right. Daughter she's out she's to making dinner.
3: 200 dollars right. a week more than she was, I guess. Right. So she's happy.
2: Right, so she takes the daughter out to dinner at a restaurant. The daughter sits down sees the prices. Oh, wow. Puts the napkin over Which is princess. kind of a nice little Brooks moment. It's like these moments yeah. where he like gets at something.
3: And then, like yeah, this, these are these Brooks moments, though, where then like yeah. the waitress comes over and she's like, these guys want to buy you a drink. And,
2: there's, and it's like five minutes of this. Okay, so this is yeah. a scene I really want to talk about. Okay, sure. Not for what happens in But it in is it. a
3: Brooks scene, you know what I mean? 100%. Like, every screenwriter would tell you, like, we,
2: we don't need this. You can lift this out of the 100%. Movie. That's why I want to talk right. about the scene. Because it's not, (laughs) Ben's saying, to stretch it out, this episode's running too short. Uh, This scene is somehow a perfect encapsulation of everything he's getting wrong in this movie as opposed to what he used to do Mm -hmm. right. What I find really interesting about Brooks is that he was a sitcom guy. But his sitcoms had this weird kitchen sink pathos to them. Sure, definitely. Like, they were sitcoms about the types of people that usually weren't starring in sitcoms. There was a visual kind of, like, griminess to them. You know, there was a grittiness to them. It was people you weren't used to seeing star in TV shows. And there was a specificity and emotional and psychological messiness to it. But still everyone goes, well, you can't make movies. It's sitcoms. It's dumb. It's broad. You won't know how to do it. And then he makes movies and everyone goes, wow, look at him. He's a real filmmaker. There's a real humanism here. These films have a real look. They're not shitty like multi-camera sitcoms. And then over the course of, I think as good as it gets is the fulcrum point. Yeah. Starts to look like a sitcom. Performances, despite being good, are more sitcomy, and then you get to Spanglish. And how do you know? And everyone is doing like full multi-camera, broad mugging. Every moment has to be played as largely as possible. Sure, nothing can be subtle. If there's a physical moment, it has to be an insert shot up yeah. close, right.
4: underlined. Right. And imagine watching an episode of a sitcom for two and a half hours. Right. It's so exhausting. And
2: everything's so brightly lit, regardless yeah. of whether they're indoors, outdoors, natural light, sunlight. Like everything looks like an episode of Friends. Yeah. Like on fucking crack. John Seal, baby. So this, like, it's and he has good collaborators, and yeah. like Hans Zimmer doing a score that's just like infuriating. <laughs>
3: it's an annoying score. But you watch mm. this
2: scene where it's like, okay, he's trying to get at a, su- a certain subtle dynamic. Oh, we get to dine out, but my daughter self conscious at the price, so I want to block her from this. But the men here, and I want to shield her from this. But everything is cranked up to like a seventeen, sure, until it feels like a fucking guitar solo rather than being like a sort yeah. of like little a little ditty. You know, I don't know
3: what. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. What's the point of that scene, Richard? He just talked well. For you minutes. think
4: that that what's gonna? I mean, m- maybe this is me. Just you know, maybe it's this good that you. he doesn't give you. <laughs> yeah. This is you. Oh, circus musical. Um, but you think you think. I hate that fucking song. Hey, never enough. Um, never enough. I love. <laughs> never enough. Um, From now
3: on, we won't talk about it.
4: Yeah. Sorry, that was
3: another circus musical <laughs> reference. <laughs>
4: But you think that this scene is gonna be like they're rude to her or you know they, yes, they say you yes. can't eat here or whatever, which would be hack and stupid. It would be hack and but stupid but at least it like fits into the context of the movie. Right. Like, what is this doing? Re- Instead, reaffirming it's that. Like she's- she
3: passes the waitress's test because the waitress goes like, Good,
4: yes. You know? Right. But like and and like and, and it's like, okay, so it's proving that she's hot, great. Right. But I think that what it's really trying to do is set up this weird moralistic, kind of conservative bent that she has.
3: Sure. That's
2: the whole weird thing about this character for me is that he's trying to set her up as this woman of such unimpeachable values. Yeah. She knows what she believes in and what she will take a stand against and she's trying to raise her daughter with very clear lines of who she needs to be. But instead, it mostly just comes off as she hates everything.
3: Yeah, yeah you know? she's very re- reactionary very. like in general. Like yeah. everything is sort of troubling.
2: Like you don't really which, get the sense of positive lessons that she's teaching right. her daughter just what she's telling her daughter but not then, to do. Mm-hmm.
3: None of it really makes sense because she takes this job that like is totally upending it. Now obviously right. like there's this economic, uh, economic underpinning to right. it. So fine. I mean that's that's more than enough justification for her to take the damn job. But yeah. like it's weird how bewildered she is by everything. Like she's never encountered like rich people before well it's and like, like she the, walked assholes, out of the like it's know? just
4: like some, like the 19 I don't know like like early 1900s like her value system is so she's, she's just horrified by America and she's supposed to have lived there for
2: that, however many the, years like and this like, movie is yes. like it's not even like a it's fish James out of water it's James being like well
3: you know like you know Right, their culture is more traditional. Like it's like right. He's he has every it's everything so is condescending. There. But, it, it but is. that's the thing, yeah. and
2: it's so extreme that's not. It doesn't play as a fish out of water comedy. It plays like Enchanted, where it's like yeah. it She yes. comes from a different yes. dimension. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, she looks
3: right. like Talioni, like she's
4: like, it, a
2: fucking. Like, mouth-doing. Like like, <laughs>
4: it's basically like he just said something and then wrote dash African proverb. You know, it's like, it's, like, yeah. it's so like novelizing of the of of like so, actual people. Yes, I don't know.
2: So I wonder what kind of person that is. To, to, well, it's yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Here's my
3: impression of Spanglish too, because I feel like the first half hour, it's like jam Do your impression of Spanglish. <laughs>
0: In, I don't
3: know. No, the first that's half that's hour is like so much shit. Yeah. And then I feel like the movie just kind of like dies. Tay Leona leaves the movie because she starts having an affair.
4: Right,
2: and just disappears. Her and then Adam Sandler like, have nothing three happens. scenes together. Yes, the Also, movie.
4: is that how affairs work that you just leave the house fully visible to your mother and daughter at, at nighttime? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Thomas Hayden Church, and you're picks just like, you I up. have to go to a yeah. place now.
3: <laughs> where, <laughs> where are you going? I'll yeah. see you later. Yeah, yeah,
4: no, yeah nothing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And so, but in this first half hour, like Brooks is ladling on all this info about everyone right so mm-hmm. like we got Clarice Leachman drinking from her like goblets
2: who used to be like a, an old standards crew? yeah she's I don't know drunk. she's
3: Barbara Cook or something but like lit all the time you know who it was meant to be right <laughs> yes.
2: uh, it so, was Bancroft, meant to be Anne Bancroft
3: the actress who yes. then got ill
2: and Cloris Leachman jumped in late it definitely feels like it was written for Anne Bancroft,
3: it it feels like it was written for a very sad, uh, you know, yes, a classy sort of like a uh, uh, husky voice broad.
2: And and but Bancroft, Taillonie
3: is way more plausible as uh, Clara Leachman's daughter.
2: Agreed, but yeah. Anne Bancroft as a character type was very good at that sort of like affected Jewish impression of waspiness. You're just mm-hmm.
3: thinking of uh yeah the graduate.
2: I think that yeah. was a lot of her. Yes. Sure. Also, her her vibe, you know, the the Jewish wasp is a very specific type of person, and the mm-hmm. person who regales you with their greatness and all of that sort of stuff. She
3: hadn't done a movie since Heartbreakers, and she's good in Heartbreakers. You know, I never saw Heartbreakers. Heartbreakers is underrated. Well, I went. To, I was going to go see it, the Holloway Odeon in mm-hmm. London, and where, uh, where? I, why would you see it in London? London? What were you doing there? We're on vacation
2: or something? Yeah,
3: maybe. Who knows? And uh, oh. they. Uh, Weird. They, oh, they canceled, continental over <laughs> here. I don't know. They canceled the screening. Uh, the, the projector broke. Really? So that's why I never saw Heartbreakers. I
2: think I saw them movie twice in theater. And your
4: heart was broken. <laughs> exactly. And you Forever. walked home in the rain yeah. with the double decker buses splashing in. And I said, I'll never see yeah. a
3: David Merkin joint again. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I know who the director of Heartbreakers is.
2: Congratulations. Yeah. Ding dong. Ding dong. Oh, ding dong. okay. Get the door, Griff. Let me get the door.
3: Which Uh, member of the Mario family is this? Hey.
2: Yeah, no, sure. Hey. Hey, hi. How's it going? It's uh, a me, Mario. (laughs) Hey, you, you sound a little different in real life. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, that's an offensive stereotype. Who would talk like that in real life? Luigi, who was just
1: here a little <laughs> while ago. He was
2: doing that thing? Okay. Yeah. That guy does not know how to turn it off. See, I'm a clock in, clock out kind of guy, you okay. know? Okay, so,
3: and you're saying right now you have clocked out.
2: I've clocked out. I mean, I will not fix a single pipe right now, you know, and I'm going to talk like a real person. Can I? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't feel like you fix a lot of pipes. Well, look. Hey, I, I, look. I don't. I don't come to where you work and just slap the pipe out of your hand. Look, well, you
3: mostly like squash like mushroom beings and stuff.
2: Yeah. After going down a pipe, I don't understand. What, all right. All right. I don't like, complain. I'm I, not I here fix to pipes hairs. my way. I crouch down. I go sure. into them. <laughs> right. And then I stomp on some koopas. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. What I'm, are you do doing? Do you here? like having koopas? At, well, I, I'm in a bit of a jam. I got to be <laughs> honest with you, folks. Benny's in a jam.
1: What's up, Mario?
2: Sorry, I just liked you sincerely asking that question. <laughs> I got some Wii games that I'm trying to rip and send to some people. I need a Wii transfer.
1: Okay, right.
2: well, David, I don't know that the Mario family
3: ever fully understood. And just before I uh, describe Wii my transfer to you, it. we're very no, okay. different. That's people. Fine. I just okay. have one question. Yeah, your last name is definitely Mario. Yeah, my name's Mario. Right. Mario. Come okay. on, I just so, want to get that on the record. Anyway, we well, transfer. Is your, is your
2: last name really Sims? I, as far as I know. Yeah, okay, well,
3: it sounds like a fake name. <laughs> um. WeTransfer is about all about making creative processes easier for everyone. Oh. They built their site to be the simplest way to share big files around the world for free. There's no sign-in, no offer codes, no password to
2: forget. Thank God, I hate signing in. You just upload, send, and get back to making what you make. It's like getting on a pipe and just crouching. Right. You just take your uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Is that the, was that the one for that system? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay.
3: Forty million people use WeTransfer to send and receive files every month, and since day one, they've devoted thirty percent of their ad space to showcasing creative people around the world—from musicians to photographers to illustrators to plumbers. Oh,
2: to podcasters like us. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, you know, my my brother's SoundCloud. Rap? Did he talk about that? <laughs> did he bring that up? in? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, yeah, great. It, it is. Not good.
3: Okay. Well, yeah. in that spirit, we're going to skip the rest of the 60-second ad and get right back into the podcast. Oh, that's nice. WeTransfer.com. You it, make, we transfer.
2: It's almost like this ad copy uh, just ate a mushroom or a, a shining star that allows it to speed up. Do you know what I'm
3: saying? Why don't you speed up on out of here, Mario? Okay. <laughs> um. No, so, and but then you've also got... You got Sandler, who's like. There's these scenes where he's stressing out mm-hmm. that he's gonna get a good review in the New York Times in With, his which, kitchen, and
4: it's supposed to prove how how like noble, noble he root-y. is, and he just really wants like the simple life, you know. And it's like, but then you see the fucking restaurant, and it's like it's like, it's like, nice it's like Versailles, it's, it's like all like fancy right. and done up, it's and the it's the like,
2: restaurant from Chef. It's not, the same it's fucking it's not homie
4: at all.
3: And no. it's like
2: and and who's his top chef in in the kitchen? Okay,
3: so I want to talk about this. Phil
2: Rosenthal, co-creator of Everybody Loves Raymond.
3: Everybody Loves Raymond's creator. Is is the the uh, whatever sous chef right the number two yeah, guy? Yeah. Then who's the girl? Doris I don't Robert. know who is it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you remember how there's Martha this Kaufman, co-creator. You remember of Friends. How, how there's this female <laughs> chef in all those scenes <laughs> yes. who's sort of like I agree, right? And you're like, it seems this like this she's Are going to like have right. an arc or oh, something? It,
4: yeah. She's from Home Alone, right?
3: Is she, uh, she in Home Alone? I know her from Jerry Maguire. In which she is the one who's crying on the phone, going like, "I hate that they did this to you, Jerry," and then like oh, takes is that the right? other call and is like, "Oh, hello, the gymnast." Yes, yes. But is she also in? Uh, I, I want to look her up now. I I don't know.
4: I could be wrong. I, um, wait, my, what did you? Oh, she's in Home Alone. You're saying? I maybe? think she's one of the, the one of the, the siblings, or one of the. Um, uh, I think she, I think she's the one who says lays incompétent." Lays incompétent.
2: She definitely. It definitely feels in this movie like they're setting her up to be the. Protege who is in love with her yeah. mentor, and yeah. then she just disappears. Just yeah.
3: vanishes.
4: Um, she is in Home Alone, you are correct.
2: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, congratulations. Thank five you. Home Alone points. I am not
4: Les Incompetents. Hey. <laughs> uh, I disagree.
1: <laughs> wow. Feud? Wait, with which? With what? Feud,
4: Richard and Benny? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, I was saying about. Okay. The, uh, the kitchen <laughs> dynamic—they're showing that oh, she looks oh, up okay. to this with the chef, that. right? yes. it has nothing to do with romance. I mean, I've worked in many kitchens, and you always have sort of like the number two. Who is like always looking to surpass the head chef? Sure. And then this is the young, hungry, just wants to be in his position. Fucking
3: kitchen confidential ben, over I've, here. I've
1: never <laughs> loved you more than I do now. So I, yeah, I see it totally different. But it's probably because
2: I've worked sure. in restaurants. No, you, you are owning me on this one. You have the fucking experience. God, he's got no reservations. No. Yeah, look at this guy. It's a big night for betting. <laughs>
4: Uh, you just got burnt.
2: <laughs> Ratitude. <Ratatouille. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and now we've named all five. <laughs> oh um, boy.
4: Anyway, the, that's it. That's
3: it. We're done. We're done. No, um, no the
2: thing uh, about the restaurant what was like I gonna say, Oh, I feel like Brooks is almost trying to like, Oh, wouldn't it be interesting to make a movie about the burden of being successful? If yeah. someone calls you a genius, then it becomes difficult to do the thing you were first good at, which I think certainly is something that affected James L. Brooks' creativity. Yeah. But he does not figure out how to attack this with any sort of insight. Right. It's a movie that just feels like, why is this guy so upset about getting a great review? But maybe that's what right.
3: James L. Brooks is like, and that's what he's
1: that's pouring into this. That's what it feels this. like.
2: Yeah. Also, if you're going to, like— I mean, Oh, I'll, my ben, God. Ben is so frustrating. No, please,
1: Richard. I don't mean to cut you off.
4: If, if you're going to— um obviously in certain examples, Studio 60 and the Sunset Trip comes to mind. Never show the comedy. If it's supposed to be good comedy, don't show it because it's going to be bad. Totally true. But in this instance, it's like, well, if he's the best chef in the country, could yeah. we know a little bit more about the food oh, and have a little more context? Well, the, the sandwich, sandwich is amazing.
3: Right, which was made by someone who works at the, what's it called? The Laundry. Oh, oh the French, French laundry. laundry. French Laundry, that's it. Oh, interesting. It. Uh, so obviously, like, because the sandwich is like fourth build in the movie, I think. <laughs> right, I mean, the sandwich is like a big part of this movie. Right. Yeah. 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 And,
2: the, and there was that, Oscar buzz for the sandwich. There was, for for best sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But then you best see him make like lamb chops one time and it looks fine. I mean... It yeah, it looks
1: totally basic, shop? right? I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, you but know. you look, you look the at the plating a stuff, that sequence, or at least when he's talking about it. That's
4: yeah. all pretty legit. That's true. That's true. I just wish we'd seen more in the restaurant. It,
2: it is also weird, like, and you know, broadcast news sets an unfortunate standard. But like, here's a movie about people who are all consumed by their career, by their chosen mm-hmm. chosen field, by their form, all this sort of stuff. And then, like, this and how do you know have people who are like very obsessed with their work, and you get no sense of their relationship to Right. The work. Right. They just complain about stuff.
4: And and, and and Taylor Leone's character is completely unmoored because we find out in that first scene that she, like, recently lost her job. But she right. was a designer or something. Yes, yeah, so
3: like, they, they, they bought the company and
4: she's, like, she seems to be, like, rich but aimless, like. And she's right. like, I'm not good at being, like, a stay-at-home parent, you know, it's like, right. well, then get
2: a, go get a fucking job. You oh, fucking chill out. I have a huge question. And, Ben, uh-huh. you might be the one to answer this. Okay. Because this is a plot thread that's totally dropped. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just supposed to be, like, representational and you don't need to know it's a MacGuffin. Right. What's the fucking thing that they're mad at the son about? Oh, they don't bring that up, do they? Right, because the beginning of the movie, Adam Sandler he doesn't enter the, the into son, 15 minutes. The
3: son who is, like, what's, holy shit, that right. kid's got a face. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Uh, Ian Highland is his name.
2: But that's the opening of the movie is like, is okay, time to start somehow. considering waking up. And then, right, then he says, right, Dad, right. are you mad at me? And he goes, no, of course not. And then Taylor has a breakdown about the fact that they're messaging two different things. Right. Good cop. Bad, bad cop. Tries to cup her breast. Right, yeah, wrong what, breast. What
4: he, oh, God. That's, that, that's a wild scene. That's, that, that's another wild thing. Scene. The sexuality in the movie is... We're getting to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, This movie boy. has,
2: yeah, honestly... The most upsetting sex scene I've ever seen in a film.
4: Right. Yes, yeah. it was um, choreographed by von Trier.
2: It was. Yeah. Like but that never, Anyone
4: talks about the showgirl sex scene, but doesn't talk right. about this. Is
2: they never talk about what the son did. Right. <laughs> no, they
1: don't. I think okay. it's just innocuous. Yeah. I think it's just he's a kid and he acted out. It
2: just feels like it's a big enough thing for them to have that much of a fight over it. It's weird for them not to be like, "We can't let him slip by cheating on a test, like whatever." Yeah. Right. They don't mention it. Yeah. And then the boy just disappears from. He's of the not movie. in
3: the movie. Right. And so I was going to say, right, the other thing that happens in this, apart from the things we all discussed, is that Taya Leone buys some clothes for her daughter. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, her daughter is named oh, Bernice, right. played yeah. by Sarah Steele, the best performance in the movie yeah. by Well, Sarah Steele is a great actress. She she's does a lot theater actor. now. She's, yeah. she's she in The saw Humans. She's her in Those Humans. Yeah, she's, she's uh, wonderful. Margaret.
2: I resaw re- Margaret recently. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. Uh, it. She's very good in that. She
3: was on The Good Wife for many years, and now she's on The Good Fight. And like, is, by all accounts, a very good person. Has, she's you know, like, awesome. Been I love her. her third
2: decade of playing teenagers because she's one of those good actors. Me and Esther
3: long ago agreed that she would be the star of Esther, the Esther Zuckerman story. Oh, yeah. good call. Yeah good call. Uh, That's part and, of we
2: can past, announce uh, black blank check pictures. Our <laughs> slate where we're going to develop films based off of our favorite friends yeah, favorite and guests, guess. right? Um, so she buys her these I wanna clothes. I want to be played by Talioni. Done. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't worry. The Done. contract's yeah. already been drawn yeah. oh, okay. yeah. up. Um, no, she buys her these clothes, and the clothes are too small for her. I guess they're a size eight, right? Right. And Taylione, she sees the
2: number immediately knows what her right. mom's doing and gets it's uncomfortable. This, it's with that.
3: this I think genuinely devastating scene. I yeah. think it's pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's also like that's pitched it like that I get that's like Taio being a realistic monster.
4: Yes, she's like, well, I mean, it's a goal, like and you know, they like she goal said she went clothes. to essentially what was like a sample sale, and so she's like, well, they only had a, this, they only big, had eight yeah. or ten, and I'm right. not going to
3: get you the bigger one, right? right. right. Cause, like cause something like were that. Encouraging that, right. you know, right? right.
4: Uh, but like the way that, that that Sarah Steele especially pitches that kind of that realization of like, oh my god. This, like, nice moment, like, just became horrible. It's so, I think, so good. So yeah. good. And, and then
3: Adam Sandler explains the, all of that. Right. Yes. yes. And, right. and
4: Pat's Vega is, like, horrified. She's just sort of standing there in this sort of, It's not like, entirely clear how she would know exactly what was going right. on.
2: Takes but, it home, stays up all night. Yeah. Like, restitching these clothes so that they're so they opened f- up a size. Yeah.
3: Yes. Right. And then learns from her daughter the phrase, just try it on. Yeah.
2: Right. Spends the rest of the evening practicing that one line. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the only
3: time we ever see her interacting with the family. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is the only time Paz Vega really, like, does Feels a like thing. a human being. Yes. Yeah, like, apart from that, we don't really see her working that much. She's sort of just around. You know, whatever. Right. She's yeah. like, yeah. you know, yeah. there's like a thing with the dog where you can't, like, play
4: fetch with the dog. Which is probably de- almost definitely something just from his life. Exactly. Was, like, threw right. in there.
3: But, yeah. like, we don't, like... I think I thought, oh, okay, well, the spine of the movie will be this. It's like Paz Vega like, comes into this neurotic family's life and tries to sort of like right. help them out. She's Mary Poppins. Right,
4: but instead it's like that happens and then that's
3: that. It doesn't well, come up again.
2: Here's another thing. Because
4: De Leone immediately just vanishes from yes. the movie, pretty well, much. Well, uh, Brooks also seems a little bit scared to actually show her doing work in the house, like domestic work. Sure. House, you know. and,
3: because, yeah. and I'll say the one time you do see her doing work is kind of like a, a brutal shot where like her daughter is hanging out with the family and, she's, and yeah. looking over her shoulder and her mother's mm-hmm. like picking up clothes, yeah, yeah, Ooh.
2: yes. Um, there is that thing—it's Mudbound, right? Yeah, that I think missed. gets at this. My bound, right? Sure. Well, I don't know what you're talking Am about. Am I wrong about this? That there's the moment where Mary J. Blige, in like the narration, has the monologue about her mother working as a domestic when she was growing up and not right. being present. Am I conflating this with something else? I'm,
3: I'm, yes. I'm, this is my bound. This is mud bound. my bound. Yeah.
2: Right. This the, is us. The notion that like growing up, <laughs> different thing. I don't know. Growing up, <laughs> know. being angry at your mother for spending all her time with a different family. Yeah. Resenting that and then growing older and coming to realize, oh, she had to be that connected to those children in order to make the money to support me.
4: I mean, t- something Tony Kushner wrote about uh, with a Carolina change. I mean, from the opposite sure. perspective. There, there is like, a
2: dynamic there that yeah. is interesting. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. And especially uh, yeah. if you add on the other level of, oh, and weirdly, the mother of this family is taking a liking to the daughter. Yeah. And this sort of, like, two mothers who are forming relationships with each other's daughters. Right. That tension is kind of interesting. Yeah. This moment with her doing the thing with the outfit, like, that all builds in that. And then it just sort of, like...
3: And then that's it. It's like, the that, next thing is Adam Sandler getting a good review. I and think. it quickly
4: it quickly gets to a point where Taylor only resents her presence in the house. Yeah. P- Paz Vega hates... I don't know any of these characters' names, by the way. Uh, yeah. No, oh, a floor is Floor.
3: Taylor yeah. is Deborah Klasky. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay.
4: Um, but like, and it's like, oh, well, why, are, why is this still happening? And why then, yeah. after right. it's already been kind of awkward, why are we now going to Malibu?
2: Right, because they have to get a kid? summer house. It's a priority. Yeah. We got to have a summer house. They've
3: already had one blow up. Oh, right. Well, it's, no, I think it's all in Malibu. Is so, it all right, in Malibu? Because so before they go to Malibu, Adam Sandler, John is his character's name, gets the good review, uh, he's and miserable. Sarah Steele reads it to him in, while crying because everyone in this movie has cried like yeah. after 20 minutes of running time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Taya Leone has sex with Adam Sandler. They're both
4: clothes. A, a harrowing this is, scene. This is a very strange thing. Because, she's wearing okay, a sports so, bra and running shoes. Sure, Sarah Steele, which like uh, she's good in the scene, but like what kid is doing that for their parents? Those I have no weird. idea. She's it a teenager. She's not yeah. supposed to be like... Anyway, yeah. but um, she's like, I, I wonder what mom's going to say. And then we, we cut to Taylor running up the stairs in her jogging stuff. And she's like, I read it. And then she immediately, like, they start doing it. It's and an it's,
2: aphrodisiac. It's
4: the middle of the day. Right. Is yeah. the daughter, like, out on the stairwell? Like a good I, question. I don't know what's going she, on. And it's so the, loud. Yes, it is loud. Yes. I mean, it's scarring for these children. I think that's why the little boy leaves. I mean, he just yeah, gets he, past a going. little bindle and just... <laughs> runs off into the and into bel air she
2: has this very bizarre series of like i don't even know how to fucking describe this she's on top of him <laughs> and she starts just doing shit right she's just she's like, like yeah yeah, rubbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah you can't figure out if it's like is what they're trying to play that she's being too performative or that she is actually this into it and then she sort of breaks down also, crying are they having sex yeah. Or are they just dry they're, humping? The, <laughs> no, I think they're sure supposed to be having sex. It looks because of how they're dressed and how they're right, this is,
3: It's one of those like sex scenes where no one actually like takes all their clothes off. Just wearing you running know, shoes. On screen, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they, So they just kind of like... And like the whole time Adamson is going like, huh, oh, whoa. Oh. He like,
4: he,
2: I don't even need to do anything. He's doing all her, the work. He
4: slaps her stomach and he's like, oh, oh, mother of yeah. two or whatever. I you know? can't believe it. Yeah. Right. Um, and then
2: she like is doing this and then she starts to get uncomfortable and then you can't tell what's going on. And you're like, is she having a breakdown? And then she comes? Is that what we're well, supposed yeah, to yeah, take Well, yeah, because away she does this she series has. of
4: facial contortions right. and rewatching it. I was like that that moment where she's doing that, and you just see all this work, and you're like, "Oh, Taya. Taya. that That's when I was like, "This performance is like, I feel so bad for her." Because Cut she, your losses. Don't, don't give them this much. Right, exactly. Don't give them this it's footage. And it's too much. And yeah. you yeah. can yeah. almost see her realizing, like, "I'm going to do it," but I, you know, like she's like too much of a pro. When I used to audition yeah. for plays when I was in like high school and college, and I was not a good actor, and
2: you would always choose what? this as
4: your model Oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The sex um, scene from. Star I would actually light. just do the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. That's why you didn't get the Yeah, yeah, two hour and.
2: Forty-five minute audition. I would look
4: up, and the room would be dark, and everyone was gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I remember one in particular where I really wanted this part, and I, um, I went in. I was, and I just went so full tilt. Yeah, and I knew. Thirty, not even thirty seconds in, I was like, "Oh, right. this is going very badly." Right. <laughs> yeah. like, right. this was a mistake. But I can't. Right, but you stop yeah. can't throw now. I made my best. And I yes. feel yes. like there is a moment when she's in that orgasming f- f- scene, or the sequence of yeah. O faces, where you're just like, "Oh, you can see it." She doesn't. She knows it's bad. She knows it's bad. But yeah. she's. And she just had to but, do so many
2: takes. That's the I thing you have to think about. Yeah. Like he's meticulous. He's known for doing like 100 takes a hundred takes of shit. And and she different angles over and over again and then Sandler just kind of gets frustrated he's like oh nah no, don't stop ah oh, come on
1: well isn't the idea though that she's selfish <sighs> and that yes. she, yeah, she only wants to get off herself it's and the she first sex scene where him? like
3: the woman comes and the man doesn't Within and the man is annoyed seconds. about it yeah right. well it happens yeah. fast but also
4: like I'm, i don't have sex with women but like what? Humble brag.
2: Hey,
4: hey, hey! hey. hey. hey.
2: The but friends. like, isn't yeah. the whole 2018, thing <laughs> baby? that like she <laughs> could, she could keep going? Okay, ben, we blew up the levels. Yes, she could. Well. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she could. Yeah yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't yes, matter because then yes. she starts crying. <laughs> Griffin just went on a yep. whole journey. <laughs> I over don't know. I'm I'm going through my own tailiary <laughs> series like, of facial Griffin's contortions. Like, what here. if they told me? <laughs> yeah. Wait a second.
1: I thought the crying <laughs> yeah. thing was funny. I thought that was a funny bit. I swear to you, I laughed at that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Did
2: you watch this movie with Molly? I did. I did did She movie. like it. She
1: loves this movie. Really? Spanglish. Yes, my girlfriend
4: loves this. movie. The Great Molly Gabe. I have this vision of Ben watching Spanglish while doing the Nelson Months in 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 Branson, like when when they go. Who are they singing? It's not Neil Diamond, but like some. It's a yeah. Some he's just like so rap. Yes, yes. That's, that's Ben watching that movie. No, who is it? Is it
3: Hank Williams Junior? I think. Yeah, he yes. sings Moon in River Branson, that's what it is. In, and he goes in, Bam, second ben encore, second encore. Yeah, yep. It's, that is such a funny Simpsons scene. Oh, so even good. even Martin's not into yeah. it. James L. Brooks
2: wrote that scene. Did he? No. <laughs> you know, what I did find out he wrote. He did write. Uh, you are Lisa Simpson. Right, well,
3: that's the that's what I associated with him. Yeah. Is the second season, the the more emotional, right. you know, sort of sort of character the Lisa focused
2: East episodes. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't I don't
3: know if like by Percy. you know season ten he's still like, hey guys, like I got some notes. Like <laughs> uh,
2: he, the I, sun sphere is full of wigs. <laughs> <laughs> right. good good gag Uh, they tell a story on the fucking like James L. Brooks American Master esque documentary they have on the Broadcast News Criterion about like being in the writers room and being like Mr. Bergstrom has to hand Lisa something profound like what is it and they were all like drafting things and the James L. Brooks literally wrote down you are Lisa Simpson fold it up put it on a piece of paper Uh amazing and rather than say it out loud pitch it to them as like the full experience and they were like that's why he's James L Brooks. He's brilliant. Uh or was. was yeah, perhaps. something something yeah. happened. Uh, so then they moved to Malibu.
3: For well, the, uh,
4: the, the sex is terrible and and yet we still have not gotten to really any articulation of what is wrong with the marriage in specific. Or, no, it's never
3: specifically it's yeah. never specifically articulated apart from that she seems to be in the grip of a nervous breakdown and he's right. a total yeah. wet blanket, right? right? Like it's like right. there's nothing more to it than right.
2: that. But almost Immediately after their sex, he's freaking out about the review, and she's like, oh, fuck!" But I gotta go look at summer houses. Right. She's just been so turned on by him, even though she's frustrated right. by him being too beloved by their children, and then goes and meets up with Thomas Hayden Church, backing in on that Oscar nomination.
3: Thomas Hayden Church, who right filmed this before he he executes a reverse around a corner oh. into you know into a, where I'm like it's the,
4: one of those shots where you're like. A car accident's about to happen.
3: Yeah, like this is such a complicated driving move
4: that
2: we have to be seeing it's this like for some
4: reason. We're not seeing right. it for a horrible reason. car accident in adaptation when it's the oh, flashback. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. yeah. No,
2: you are seeing it for a reason because well, the, the characterization is this guy's a master of cars. Yeah, because she's <laughs> sitting in the front seat and her hair is blowing in her face, and she oh, goes, God. "I guess I'm never going to be one of those girls whose yeah, yeah, yeah. hair looks perfect in a Corvette." And he does like jujitsu. Yeah, he right. does like windows, like, like, the windows, window the windows thing. and then put your seat back, <laughs> and then her hair is like that scene is bizarre, right? Like, and then she can looks you imagine at him, yeah, the wind I'm guys? Like,
3: right. <laughs> have to,
2: like, oh God. She looks at him and goes like, oh, you're trouble. And you're like, oh, boy, what are they teeing up here? Then they don't talk about it again for 90 minutes right. until she reveals that they've been fucking for those yeah, 90 right, minutes. Yeah, and right. that's why and she's been absent from the she movie. knows about it. Yes. Right. They treat it like Jeff and Britta in season three yes, of Community. Do. Yes, yeah. that's what
3: they do. Uh, which is whatever. Fine. Okay. So they go to Malibu. Sure. Uh, she and explains, they have to move in now because explains, the bus is too long. Right, it's too via, long a bus ride. Uh, random guy cleaning his car. Yeah, in uh, a wife beater. And that's
2: a, uh, will you translate for her? For yeah. her? Oh yeah. Oh, let me. You know. Her. Okay. He's yeah. got like a sort of uh,
4: pompadour. Yeah.
3: Go suck uh, it. But yeah, sorry, it's that's like,
2: Ben's favorite character.
4: How do you say they
3: should
2: name <laughs> yeah, a gender Duster, after Duster. you <laughs> <laughs> in Spanish?
4: What? Sorry. How do you say they should name a gender after you in Spanish? <laughs> oh. <laughs> We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's... But so she is essentially,
3: uh, Flora is coerced into moving in to Malibu. And the guy who's mm-hmm.
4: translating expresses a little dismay when she agrees to do it. Did right. You hear, his face like, yeah. falls yes. a little bit. He's actually yeah. pretty good yeah. in the scene. Yeah.
3: Uh, and it's like, why is she coerced? I guess just because of the job. But like they, yeah. she reveals that she has a daughter, which but, she hasn't mentioned, oh, Taylor. but they have been holding
2: that secret from her. Well,
3: not Sandler. Yeah. Sandler's like, hey, there's probably a reason. And Taylor, right. and he's like, no, shut up. Right. Right. Don't talk to me. Yeah.
4: But like this, this Only woman Thomas who is so fiercely protective of her daughter and, and, her, her privacy. and her and her daughter, her privacy of her daughter's yeah. experience in the world. You know, they live in this in this enclave where you know whatever. Why? Why? Why would she agree to do this? I d- that doesn't make any sense to me. She's
1: Not- an illegal immigrant. Do you know how hard it is to have a job and f- and live in this country? And, that, and that's and that's all fair.
4: fair. That's I just don't I don't believe that that. I just think the thing with the daughter is 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 a little bit. It's a too much. It's too neat. It's too convenient. I, I
2: genuinely can, adore that every single element of this movie. So track. You no, know, because they're like the movies where I feel like this. They're movies I sit there I and I watch and I'm like, every single piece of this makes sense. I don't know why everyone else. It's hates
3: hard it. to complain about the, the, like what you're saying though, because it, none of there's it, 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 just they never dig into any of it. It's all so vague. Because the daughter starts going to private school, like right. Is this being, is she a full scholarship? Like, who's paying for this? And Who then did the is, documentation on this? Like, what's going on there? Like th- so That maybe- line
2: we were talking about earlier, which I do think is kind of nice, where she says, like, my concern is that if she goes to that place, either she's going to be odd or she's going to become just like them. Right. You know, either way. It's all way, very
3: grandly metaphorical, where, like, yes. the money is actually mentioned. We do hear about it. Right. right? But like we see no, we don't see her life. We don't see her house. Right. We you don't see where she used to work, which seemed to be fine. Right. But like you know, too, too many hours or what you know. It was
2: overnight. She had two jobs, so one during the day. But this and one is like we right? right. never good get the life. Idea. She for her. I yeah. feel Yes, like it is, this is the good job. Right. It's a, she's it's,
1: landed with a rich family. Like, right. right. This is her opportunity to make some real money. Right. right.
2: But she's also fighting against it the entire time. That's true. She, she's
3: not into it. No.
1: But you're allowed to hate your job. Agreed. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean you do. Oh come on, now he producing this podcast. Yeah, because you guys, I just looked at the RoboCop runtime. <laughs> oh boy, Jesus! Ben I Lizard. think though, I will admit that you're right. I'm imbuing a lot of stuff into yeah. into the the characters, and
3: that's and the runtime the before the ads, right? What's that? The RoboCop. Yes. <laughs>
4: Great. Yeah. How you doing, Richard? I'm good. I was just thinking that, like, <laughs> Richard had a really pensive expression. I was just thinking, like, I think that you're, you're exactly right, Ben. Like that, 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 her her immigration status, and 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 we're we're at a moment right now where we're seeing a lot of women who are finally speaking out about like horrible working conditions that they were in, but they had to stay in because they needed the yes. job and they needed the work. Yes. Mm-hmm. I completely get that. I just think that the to use the daughter as this kind of like tool or pawn. I don't know, it mm-hmm. just it, it feels
2: weird narratively. Um without her but, yeah. actually being a fully fleshed out character. If the right. movie was about her, yeah, I would be fine. And I think she's the most interesting perspective in the yeah. movie yeah. were she treated like a real person. Yeah. The position she's in is fascinating.
4: Yeah. And and I think I also think that her that that the way that Ta just immediately gloms onto the daughter and just is so because she's so not her own kid, yes. right? Like that's interesting. And I,
3: she likes that the daughter is like I think more conventionally beautiful in a lot of ways. Well, like, yeah, she I mean, can she take her out, out about it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, superficial. Yeah.
2: She's a designy type of person. Because pretty much yeah. the
3: first thing she does after they move to Malibu is takes the daughter away with like a little note, right. like Hey, I, Flora, I borrowed your daughter for the day. Gets her
2: and her that's hair done. the first
3: crisis, right? Right. right. That's where Floor has to like. Stand her ground and yeah. write a whole letter. Like,
2: God, yeah, no, there is even stuff like when she brings her to interview at the school and treats it like, oh, we were just walking around and we happened to run onto the grounds and then interview. The first thing she says to the headmaster is, like, isn't she beautiful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she keeps, yeah. like, she fetishizes the daughter in the sure. queer, but not sexually, but like as this. No, like no, you're right. Part of as like, exotic, I like my house. I like beauty, my drapes. I
4: and she says something about, um, she says to Flora, like, uh, you could make uh, like a, a fortune yes, like I,
3: like with like child modeling or something what is it no a,
4: as as like a, um you're like a like a womb or like, like yes a surrogate you can make yeah. a oh, fortune right. as yes. a surrogate so she makes yes. beautiful children which
3: is like again i get brooks i get that line from yeah. brooks cuz he's making poking fun at like rich la people right. who only think of these things like yeah. but but uh and i guess ah. I, I guess
4: there is a certain element also that's interesting about the movie where they're perhaps saying they're definitely saying things in front of her that they wouldn't normally because she doesn't speak English, right? right. So, which then, when she does, very conveniently learn English, mm. all that R- well, was real tape.
2: To be fair, she learns Spanglish.
4: Oh, thank you. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. She learns from um, again? Muzzy. Muzzy. Um, when
2: she learns a <laughs> <The>
4: Muzi. <laughs> Cloris Leachman is great as Muzi in this. Yeah, I will say that.
2: Um. But, you know, at this point, we've announced that as part of the Blank Check Pictures film slate, we're rebooting Muzzy into a multimedia franchise. It's going to
3: star Agnes Varda.
1: (laughs) Agnes Varda as Muzzy.
2: We're probably, we are probably 10 days away from someone announcing a CGI live action Muzzy hybrid. Starring Agnes Varda.
4: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a real boon for Gorin, French Gorins, you know. (laughs) Do you know about this, the Gorins? You don't know about Gorins. No, what? Do you know about Goran's? From, from the Legend of Zelda. Oh, no. No. Oh, They're these little rock Oh, monsters. yes, yes,
2: yes, yes, right. yes, yes, yes.
4: Attack the Sparta.
2: Yes, 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 <laughs> She's a yes. yes. A lovable one. Of
4: course, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, oh, my God. What, what, what are we talking about
2: again? I don't know. Uh, here's, here's like a scene where I can't figure out where Vega stands, Okay. Sandler does the like, hey, I need all these. Right. Beach so the first, stones. the
3: first blow up is the shopping trip. This is the second. Blow right, up. he, he needs wants the sea glass, glass. Sea glass, glass yes. right? And he, what's and he his a specific offer
2: shape? He goes what a dollar per. Piece it can't be a dollar. It must be more than it's that. It's
4: like it's yeah no because it's 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 a dollar for every piece and then for ones that are bigger than this it's five dollars right. and then one, ones that are not well, uh, that are anything but clear brown or green right. is then worth more. Right. right and right, so she right, finds right. all these like Which, blue great ones Great metaphor for
2: capitalism. Yeah.
3: Sure. Um, right. And he, he sort of makes this offer as a joke or I guess it's more like his children are lazy so he doesn't really think they're going to like it's, it's an it's, idle thing. He's yeah, just like yeah right. like something he, to do. He
2: wants something to keep the kids occupied. He all his needs kids the, do
3: are like sit on pool noodles. He's hoping that right. this, his <laughs> son will
4: be swept out to sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. It's like give him a task. I'll have to pay yeah. out five, ten dollars maybe He could have just total. paid
4: Cloris Leachman. She would have killed the kid. Oh,
3: she,
2: she's <laughs> totally. got it in her. <laughs> she's a stone cold killer. Um, <laughs> have, have Thomas Hayden Church drive over. <laughs> right. <him. laughs> but then she comes back the next day, the daughter. Right. And is like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, we I feel so her bad out on about the beach. this. Right. I yeah, stayed yeah, up yeah. all night counting. I d- d- please don't pay me anything. And he is like, What? Spills it all over. How much do I owe you? Six hundred forty dollars.
4: Well what happens is is she shows him how much she 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 found on the right. beach. He says, oh, now I'm broke. And she's like, oh, you don't have to pay me. Right. It's okay. Right. No,
2: I was joking. I was joking. And I'm And then sorry. she gets I'm serious about you. it. Yeah. Right.
4: And, and so it's like, yeah, it's, it's like hundreds of dollars yes. that he, again, just has in cash. Of course. he
3: gets it out of the mug and he gives <laughs> it to her in a brown <laughs> right. paper envelope.
2: And then Paz Vega gets furious that she was paid for doing... A chance sure. like it wasn't like I and understand. She's, when she's just, like, don't accept money just wantonly given out. Yeah, only asked right. handing you a 20 to it's wipe so your nose So much money, right. Right. You
3: know? right? And then Sandler's like, I'm sorry, I thought I was gonna like 50 I made her bucks promise.
2: max, you know, I made it right. A he's deal. like, I'm trying to honor a right. her contract
3: here. Right, exactly. And she yeah. said, He's but he says, like, I thought it'd be like 50 bucks, and she's like, 50 bucks is a lot of money, like, yeah. she is trying to like refocus it, but like. This man lives. He's
2: in a beach house in Malibu. He has no concept of money. Like, yeah, and also, this, she put a lot of work into that. Like, she stayed up all night sure. counting it. Like, it's not like she just like looking yeah. for you know like uh, a quick buck. Like, she like did the sure. time on sure. this task she was given. But still, I mean, it's an awkward
3: like. Look, if my if I had a kid and some parent like that I knew who's richer than me, yeah. gave my kid like hundreds of dollars because my kid did some bullshit. Y- right, I'd be like, you can't do
4: that. You like, know what? It, I'm
3: in charge of the money my kid gets. Like, right. well, I get, exactly. I Please. get it. Sure. You know, you know sure. what it made
4: me think about? Um, was a really great scene in The River Wild when it's their birthday great for scene. Joseph Mazzello mm-hmm. and Kevin Bacon like gives him this weird like i don't know stick that has like a hole in it and he takes out of the hole it's it's and he takes that and it's two hundred dollars that uh-huh. from the from the cattle option that they robbed right and and he's like you know he was really excited and and meryl Streep's like no 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 you can't we can and, and both her and david she are like no you we we can't accept that and it's really well played it again that sort right. of social it's a weird awkwardness dynamic. of like yeah. Yeah. don't give my kid and, money and right. yeah. uh, so I, and i think that, that that this does it well too um and this is ostensibly the centerpiece of the film, like this scene, this big this f- scene, yes. kind this of like fight. fight, this this definition of e- both of their kind of ideologies and like you know whatever.
2: One of these fights where Adam Sandler is stark, raving calm. Yeah, As yes. later He's also he's holding a big sort of sandwich for a lot. Of it. He's, right. he's holding the right. sandwich. Right. So angry, this is the scene
4: where he's made the sandwich. His, he's made what? It's like a lardon or like and like a, it's yes. a fancy BLT. It's got with a an egg. fried
3: egg, right? And he, there's this scene where he there's a shot of him separating the sandwich and like the egg yolk comes okay, out. like, oh, you are out. good or whatever. And he has it. like yeah. a
4: big beer and like a nice glass.
3: Yeah. Oh god, it and, does, and you always
2: say nothing frustrates you more. It frustrates
3: me. I was very frustrated. Eat meals. I also really like fried egg sandwiches if you do them right. Like like a thousand times more than a scramble. Egg sandwich. See, you know what I mean. It's, it's yes, it's well known
2: that I hate eggs. So when they have the lingering fifteen second shot of the egg running down the side of the sandwich, that for me is like the eyeball being slit on on Shandellandaloo. <laughs> Do you know I who lost you... my mind? I love it. Love Do you know, it. know who you
4: have? What uh, you have that in common with? Who? Guy Fieri. Hates eggs doesn't like an egg. We have a nope. lot of
2: things in common.
4: Well, you have the same hair. Right, your sunglasses are on the back of your we head right now. We both
2: closed down large businesses in Times Square over New Year's. You,
4: you, you, you also have a product you call Donkey Sauce. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you don't want to know what that <laughs> is, <laughs> no, Griffin.
3: No, no. And it was the M M&M and M store that you closed down. Right? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just did that as a public service.
1: <laughs> I thought
2: I did. It was it March 2020 fund. or what? that was my older business (laughs) we closed out 10 years oh
3: man Mars 2112 I think I had three
2: consecutive birthdays did you know that you had to go Uh, to Mars 25,
3: 26, 27 (laughs) 21, (laughs) 12 (laughs) anyway I went to a birthday at Mars 2112
2: I remember taking Romley there right before it closed Mm -hmm. because she was born after its heyday. Like she never, (laughs) I'm almost like, you boys used to love that so much. You should take Rom there. I took her there and they like just hadn't done maintenance. They knew it was closing. It was just like the walls were peeling and shit. (laughs) It was like Troy McClure's apartment. (laughs) Exactly. This was a restaurant off of Times Square in New York City for those of you who don't know.
3: Where you would get into like a simulator. You had to board a
2: motion, they'd go, here's your flight, your flight is in five minutes. You get in a motion simulator ride that featured almost hitting the World Trade Center and was not updated after (laughs) 9-11. Oh, God. I definitely
3: went to it before 9-11. I'm now remembering And it was
2: open for another seven years. I think it closed in 2008. And then you'd go into this restaurant that was this huge, cavernous recreation. It was of like being the
3: Rainforest Cafe, the but The Catacombs space. of Mars. Yes, yes. And
2: your waiters would be dressed up as Martians, and they had Martian go go dancers and like balls suspended from the ceiling. I just remember was that like I went and I got like a, right, a, like, a space burger, and, and it was like yeah. a burger. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't know if it was very space. <laughs> they had a great arcade.
3: Uh, they had a cool arcade. I remember yeah. that. It closed in 2012.
2: Yeah, geez. So it was just ex- 100 years <laughs> off. <laughs> They almost, <laughs> you so close. They almost made it.
4: <laughs> so
3: sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So Spanglish. Spanglish. So this is the Mars twenty one twelve scene where they get, they
2: are, they get this big <laughs> fight, and he calls And it's her a out. translated fight, right, You know, like because this is to,
3: like yeah.
4: this is his thing. He never uses
3: subtitles, yeah. and nice. she's
2: trying
4: to she's trying to find the word for smug. Yes. 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 Um. Yes, yeah. But, the, but the, I
3: love that. That is actually a great Brooke scene where she yeah. says the word. And the daughter's like, and and Sam was like, oh, that's not going to be a good word. Like, he sinks yeah, into he's his like, chair. I'm not
4: going to like that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, that is funny. But then he calls her out, right? He's like, well, you, like, changed the clothes of my daughter. So, like, how different is that? And it's like, you're <gasps> Heard of fucking do that shit? What are you talking about, Adam it's also Sandler? Just, like
2: even those moments that are Knights ideas got that, are so underlined and italicized and in bold in this movie. Sure, like yes. he never lets a moment just sort of like yeah. happen offhandedly, which is what he used to be so good at. Yeah. Uh, and he's not paying her though.
3: Well, he's paying her
2: to. She's she's the, she she's gets the,
1: involved in the
3: she's in a, this girl's life. How would you describe her? What is her role in the house?
1: She's. She's use like... The,
3: what's the word you would use for her? I guess I would say maid. She's a maid. And like a maid altering a child's clothes is is not that outside of the purview. Did
1: ask her to do it? What? No, so now she's not allowed
3: to have her own initiative. She can only do what she's commanded to do. I mean, I I'm feel- just saying, like, he's saying the dynamics are the same. They are not the same. That is a weird comparison okay. for him to make. Okay.
1: All right. She's a paid domestic servant for the household. But she's trying to help this little girl who's feeling really self-conscious about her weight. Yeah, it was a good thing for her to do. I guess, all right. But he's saying, like, it's
3: an intrusion, like, just like how I handed your daughter an envelope of
2: money. I, I agree with Ben that I think it is a wholly nice thing to do. Yes. But it's only a conflict because she is so staunchly against any time that they... Make interfere. a move, but right.
3: almost every time the the Klaskies are trying to be nice, they right. hand over money. Right, you but, know but, what I mean. But what I also the ultimate kindness. And, and maybe right. this,
4: maybe this is what, what I felt was weird about the fact that she comes to live at, in Malibu, the right. kid does. Yeah, and maybe I wasn't articulating. And the kid it before, loves it. By the way, we should. We, you know, it. she's so
3: into Malibu. Is if yeah. that
4: kind of interference is going to bother her? Why right. make why why put her right. in, in in like what is she going to do otherwise? Sit in that little room for three months? Like, she's going to interact with this family. They're going to interfere in some right. capacity. It's,
2: it's one of those movies where it's like, you don't understand why she doesn't quit sooner or why she quits at all. Like, right. yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those yeah. things where, yeah. like, by the end of the movie Shit's when she does quit. up. Right, but, it's you like know, at this but she point, needs the job, like right. Ben
3: said. I mean, right. you know. Either
2: you're going to stick with it or you're going to get angry at the first offense and, like, right. walk out and be, like, lying in the sand. Right. There's a weird, I mean, obviously the, the what happens between her and Sandler changes, casts the die a bit. But um, then,
3: but this is then. Then it just turns into science fiction because then after that is well, when like, they have
2: this thing where he corrects her and she goes like, "You're, you're right. right." She
3: concedes the point and and like, there's a detente. She's and like, he's All like, like I'll "That's stay. so amazing." To and it's, what, it's, to it's for like someone the Brooks like, like, "Wouldn't yeah. it
2: be great if our insecurities were sexy, if needy?" You <laughs> no, know? but
3: but Richard's right. Also, right. Adam Sandler is like amazed that a woman just like Concede agreed to something point. he right. said. And right. also, you think yeah. you
2: can do these things, Nemo, but you can't. Yeah, what's doing some bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I mean, yes. if you
4: look at the way that he, I guess this is the moment when he starts to kind of fall in love with her right. or whatever. Yes.
2: Here's the first woman who hasn't yelled at me in my life is like right. what they're trying right. to present. Right. Yeah. Do, you, do you think if we had sex, she'd
3: like
4: take all of her clothes off <laughs> yeah. and maybe like, you know, it would be a mutual
2: experience? There would be
4: cleats digging <laughs> into my sides. But like, so so the ideal woman is like, like Leone's character is this like harpy n- nightmare. Right. And then... But the other woman in the movie is can't speak English. Can't, can't he can't communicate with her. She's right. just, she's kind of silent and pretty.
2: Yeah, which it's, is like it's,
3: the it's, weird Little Mermaid complex, or of the like, Love Actually thing, where right. it's like Colin Farrell. I mean Colin
2: Firth. Man, I wish it was Colin
3: Farrell. Right. Oh boy, uh, Colin Firth falling in love with the the Portuguese uh, woman right. who can't speak English and which, like
2: a, a thing I love about The Shape of Water is that the character who has that viewpoint is the bad guy. That Michael Shannon right. like is totally into fetishizing the way that she can't talk. Hey,
1: bottle right. rocket.
2: Egg. Bottle rocket. Right. Bottle that's rocket. A, that's a part of the yeah. movie. Egg. Yeah. Although in that one, I don't. I think <laughs> <Egg>. He <laughs> connects with her in spite of that, rather than them that being the attraction. For oh,
3: you match. just did the sign language for egg. We're in love now. Did I
2: really? Yeah, that's an egg. <laughs> okay.
3: Poor. It's just like in Shape of Water. She's like egg. He's like egg. egg, and she's like, well, clearly this is this is happening. I'm throwing down
2: with this fucking sea creature. Great movie. <laughs> he knows the word for egg. Great movie. Um, so now they're like in love she decides she wants to learn English well we know that he like has a thing for her
4: but we don't really know about her for him really until the end I feel like
2: right but she respects that don't they have that thing or does that come later when she says that he's more like a Mexican woman that's when they're in the car
3: yes that's that's earlier when after Talioni has like threatened to snap his dick off or whatever like he drives her I can't I don't remember what Talioni did but he's in tears oh no it's after Talioni did the clothes thing Right. And he's in tears expressing to her like, man, she was having such a good day and she was so happy about the present. And, and for then one to watch woman, her fi-
4: right? it seemed like all her problems with her mother were solved. And, and
3: yeah. Vega is basically like, who is this person crying? Yeah. I can't
4: deal with this. I don't know what he's saying. It's like and her like, first day at work. Right. Yeah.
3: Basically tries to like jump out of the car and he's yeah. like, hey, wait, wait, wait. You know, yeah. and like, but yes, then the monologue is like, yes, he was more like a woman. Yeah, with that's, his, that's, that's in the college tears. Tears. <laughs> right. the idea is that he's yeah. Yeah. like
2: the only man who has ever listened and he's in touch with his emotions sure. and he's perceptive and so Paz Vega like recognizes this like
3: well Paz Vega is a Mexican has never seen a man do this I, I guess right? I don't know
2: like I don't get it yeah
3: I, I don't know um, uh, Paz Vega but then she Flor. learns English Flor. Yeah, then she learns English from Muzzy uh-huh. it's a real tape <laughs> IMDB trivia real tape I think it's not Muzzy but let's just say it is Muzzy <laughs> um uh, then uh, and this is this is what I'm saying about science fiction. Like, then the kid gets enrolled in private school. Like, yes. okay, great. Uh, can I, can I go to private school? She the kid leans on her mother for a while. You know, Flora isn't right. into it. Here's
2: an extra backpack we had lying around. Leone rips off the tag. What used to be played out in a Brooks master shot now has to get like a fucking punched in close up just so yeah. you don't miss. You know, yeah, like okay. no detail unnoticed.
3: And now she's going to school. And Taylione, who's basically not been in the movie, Mm -hmm. is like... How's everyone doing? I'll see you all later. Getting into her SUV. And Claris Leachman, who has also kind of been quiet for a while, yeah, yeah runs like, up to the car. Remember
2: the first 15 minutes I was like flinty and made like a lot of like witty. I was like rapping grandma and yeah, I just right. threw out these like razor
3: sharp barbs. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like sort of like laying the groundwork for Betty White's next 10 right, years. It was
2: like just a lush and like a, a fucking. She's then right. like,
3: And then she just pops up and she's like, I know what you're doing. You're going to lose your husband. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And the audience this is the best is man like, you've ever known. Oh. Also, I've been sober for twelve weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. No one noticed.
2: Yeah, right, no right. one noticed. Maybe because I wasn't on screen. <laughs> and she was looking for the sun, yeah. Deborah. But she recognizes Las Vega and Adam Sandler hitting it off. I guess and is, it's like, weirdly permissive. Like there's that moment yeah. when she like leaves them and is like, "Well, she's having an affair, right?" I guess Which with Thomas in church. She's getting that church. Also, seems like she hates her daughter. Getting that THC. You know what she's I'm got saying, some Ben? She's THC. Yeah, I know. He's The energy's gone. That's the one thing you don't like. He's he's just playing
4: spanglish in his head right now. Yes, he's not listening.
1: well. No, I ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. You got a little
4: 2018
1: book in I your guess, pocket here. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I guess positive. This is yeah. the year of the positive. Uh, it's just it's like this movie where I feel like it's just so written by a white guy who's yeah. trying. Yeah, and I'm like, part of me is like now, as we talk it out, being like. That's really generic. Uh, no, fuck. No,
2: I don't want to ruin this <laughs> no, for you. You're sick with Spanglish. I don't want to ruin No, this. you've kind of ruined on the train. it. No. I've train to Spain. It. I'm not even going to. The I trip didn't, to Spain, I don't know. I didn't even want to open this can of worms. Yeah. But I had a very similar reaction to how you did watching this movie, watching Downsizing.
3: Well, I want to talk about Downsizing. We'll talk about that in our blank April, Awards. Right. So let's talk about it another well, time.
2: We'll have talked about it in the past. But I had that same thing where I was like, this is all working for me. I get why everyone else hates this. Yeah. I understand like the fire it's playing with but it's working. It's clicking. Anyway, so now uh what she then comes to Sandler and opens up about everything. Yep. yep. Uh um,
3: I don't even I don't even know if there's much connective tissue between that. That's where she confesses to Sandler. Right. And he says I'm sleeping like, with another man. I didn't understand. Of I, what I've you been were seeing another man. Right. She's ranting and raving and he like calms her down to to be like did you sleep with the guy? Yeah. And Did you he, say that? Did I miss that? He has that part, all these like Brooks lines where he's like, you know, the earth is cracked open. It's is there so any noisy. way I can
2: live without knowing at this point?
4: Right, no, I right. think is I need a, to know. Right. And so yeah, yeah. It's just like one Brooksy line after another.
2: It is. Yeah. It really is. He's yeah.
3: he's suddenly like shooting like the t shirt gun at you. <laughs> you know, like.
2: <laughs> it's like whoever wrote the AV Club review for Drive Angry shot in 3D, mm-hmm. the Nicolas Cage movie. I just think of this a lot and apply it to other movies where they said the problem with the film is that it's only guitar solos. <laughs>
0: sure, yeah. Yeah, you sure. You know,
2: which I like that move. Yeah. They were Scott saying, Tobias, yeah. the great Scott yes. Tobias. Oh, Scott I, Tobias. It was just saying, like, the problem is if, like, every move is your special move, then that then, move doesn't have any power right, anymore. Exactly. And Brooks gets to a point where he wants every line to be to be like, Brooksy. Right. Yes. Um,
4: Bobby Finger and I sometimes like to just make up like movie premises mm-hmm. and um and like cast them and whatever. And and we were idiots, but like, <laughs> but um we had one that we were like talking about for a while that was like a James L. Brooks movie, and it was set in Silicon Valley with Reese Witherspoon and somebody else. Um, I mean, b- I'm on but, board. <laughs> um, yeah, <me> too, yeah.
2: <laughs> Is there a title? But, but,
4: oh, there was. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we kept writing a little line, like Brooksy lines, back and forth. Angel and it's, investor. It, oh, there. Yeah, well that's good. Yeah. Um And it's really hard, and but it's oh, really yeah, it fun. Is. I yeah. like those Brooksy. I uh, mine, mine, mine was. Reese Witherspoon would say to somebody you're the kind of a person who's a kind of a person that is such a Brooksy. oh my god, that is that oh my god yeah. that's so good yeah yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, <gasps> oh Richard, oh my god. 5 million Brooks <laughs> Oh, uh, yes like, Brooks but points. you
4: can't do that like you said right. every, all the every line of a scene because no. especially not in your big dramatic because scene because a lot of times with those Brooksie, Brooks Brooksisms yeah. they're not they don't actually mean anything right and so if a whole scene is them the scene means nothing like what right. is it's being it's, expressed in that scene between t- when she's confessed? right it's like, like it's a castle
2: made out of red. Paper. Like, yeah, it's just you're like, like, what is I, I don't right. know. And, and I feel like you look at uh, broadcast news, not to keep on going back to it, but it is the perfect, like, fucking, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. realization of everything that he's good at. Um, they have, like, a job to do. There are stakes within scenes, so they have to talk about other things. There's, right. like, dialogue of substance that is then cut with, like, these right. Brooksy lines. Yeah. Whereas this, it's like, well, he's freaked out about his restaurant, but he doesn't really talk about it that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a job, but she doesn't really talk about it that much. They just talk in these, like, Brooksy sort of charming, like, Platitude
4: and our, suppo- our supposedly like stuff is changing and stuff is happening and I just don't feel At and all. that's why it, yeah. w- when when you know so Sandler leaves the house and he takes P- uh, Paz Vega with him um and they go to the restaurant and this is this this is the moment when they're gonna kind of she own, says either, it's like
2: Valhalla right or no what does she say. Oh, I, I,
3: don't remember. I hate that she scene. She loves it, yeah. Um, the restaurant, where it's just like, it looks fine.
2: He puts I mean. his hand on her back and he can't stop patting it. And he makes food. Yeah, he's like, yeah, the he only makes the re- food for the her. The rest of my body feels like it's falling off a cliff. My right. hand makes right. sense. The all- yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: And it's like, okay, this is, there are a lot of these good lo- lines, right. but like, what is being expressed here? Yeah. Where did this come from? Their connection
3: doesn't make sense. She's, no. She says, "I she's love nice you to him. to
2: him." Yes, and it's like, wait, what? Like we, be this very principled person, but then person, she puts like, her feet on the floor, which will then cause the world to explode. Look, by, right, looks at
3: right, her feet and runs away.
2: Right, Let's, but you're
3: yeah. The connection between them is but insane, what But I mean.
2: what comes before then?
4: they they're in the kitchen, and he's talking about how good looking she is, and what does he say? <sighs> I uh, please Griffin go ahead.
3: They should ahead.
2: name a gender after you. Yeah. What the
4: hell
3: does that
2: mean? <laughs> I
1: mean,
3: this—that's Brooks like trying to write a Brooks line, but he has like the flu or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, or, or like it went through Google Translate right. and it came. Out that's wrong. like you know
4: in the Simpsons when they cut, yeah. they're like they show a picture of James Earl Brooks and it's like the long finger. Is yeah. that yeah right? It's the long fingernails and the typewriter. yes, the yes. 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 That's, yes. That's that version of Brooks right. writing yes. that line. Right. Yeah. Uh,
2: it also is like what a word that is loaded with so much more meaning now yeah, yes. and like and fucking like gunpowder today than it was then yeah. like that line was wrong headed back then right? but like hearing it today it feels like a slur you know it does and it's yeah. also like
4: what does it mean Yeah, right. like what I don't understand Not how that, that word feels like yeah. a slur but I think in the it context just means a, places uh, I think it. what he's yeah. saying is that she's hot I yeah. think that's what he's going for oh is that what it is? Yeah, that he okay, thinks she's that she's looking. attractive oh yeah. okay and, uh, even though he has expressed Almost zero sexuality. I mean, even in his sex. No, scene. Zero, he
3: wears like billowy linen shirts. He has like a Jufro. He looks right. like fucking Humpty Dumpty. Like, come. I mean, he can't. <laughs> the man fundamentally cannot come. The only thing this guy can do is like make lamb chops. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Just like he, what he does like eight times in the movie is like collapse into a comfy piece of furniture, like exasperatedly. Now, okay. That's like Adam Sandler's whole character is just like,
2: of course there's an explosive <laughs> yeah, yeah. an explosive set piece to end off the film. Uh, please, what, no what, movie just kind of no adds. no, no yeah, well you're yeah, forgetting yeah.
3: there's also the scene where Taylor Leone who's made up like she just got shot with like a snot gun oh right uh, <laughs> and like and and she's like well right. what should I do I should call him I should you know like I'll explain everything and Claris Leachman's like no just say I'm glad you're home I'm glad you came back home or right whatever. and they
2: have all these lines together yeah. Where, yeah. what's the thing you know I know well, it was a wildly abusive
3: mother right Brooks is right. trying to tap into like oh yeah no it's all Claris Leachman's fault and you're like you mean the sassy Broad who's like everyone's favorite character yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I can yeah. tap into no. like whatever no. she was like as a monster like younger yeah. woman right. maybe Anne Bancroft could maybe because mm-hmm. Anne
2: Bancroft's more threatening.
3: I don't know yeah, yes, but uh not Claris Leachman. And so she does something, say this line like
2: inherently likable about Cloris Leachman and there's she's also the best. who there, fucking doesn't like Cloris? There's Leachman? something very like of the people about her. Yeah. Sure. You right, know there's right, nothing right. distant about her. There's nothing remote about her even when she's mean. Yeah. You know or she's being kind of like bawdy, you're just like, yeah, but I mean she's like she's got good good salt in her. I think know? a lot of
4: times in in her her later career like when she's in stuff, it's like she's just an audience member who just like walked into the scene. And it's like, hey, what's going on here? And it comments on it, yeah. you know. And, and I think that that is like a funny thing uh, in general. But in this movie, it's just it just feels uncomfortable because it's like, just leave, Cloris. Like, right. you shouldn't be here. Right. It's, like, go to a, do a different thing.
3: Well, the only thing I will say that I, that I do like is that it's unresolved. Like, we see Sandler come home. Yeah. Taya says the line to him. He's like, I'm going right. to sleep on the couch. And that's it. That's the that's the end of them, right? And then
2: uh, pretty much we have one more scene. Sarah
4: Steele gets no real resolution.
3: Well, we have the one more scene where she takes her daughter away from the family, and Sarah Steele like gives her a hug, right? Um, Right. But like, and and Sandler
2: tells Sarah Steele how much he loves her.
4: Yes. And Cloris Leachman says, "I lived my life for myself. You live your life for your daughter. None of it works." Right. Which is like there are a lot of good like interesting lines about parenting where like Adam Sandler says to her on the beach like, you know. It's sanity to worry or whatever. He's like, you know, like you know, there's like some th- thought about how to parent and what that what the kind of burdens of that are. But like, it, that's not what the movie's about ultimately. No. So it doesn't really matter. No. Um, but I think that that last scene when she leaves and it's very like the help. We're like walking down the street, you know, at right. the end, um, where um, where they're at the bus stop, and she articulates. She's like. Is who I am so, like, do you want to be so different from me? The right? line is, I have yeah. it
2: here, is what you want for yourself to become someone very different than me. Which yes. is in actually. And delivers yeah. it beautifully. That's a, that's and that's a really interesting impactful. tension yeah. to
4: explore in a yes. movie. I just wish this movie did You it. wish
2: right. retroactively you know, sure. at the yeah. utterance of that line that that's yeah. what the movie had written Yeah, about. that would
4: be really interesting. And yes. that is also something that I believe a, a kid would write a college essay about. Right. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, but you but that that that's, that last scene is frustrating because it is really good and it's like, oh here's the here's the idea of the movie. Right. and it's the last scene. And um it's just a pain. You know, I think I, I wrote I texted you, David, something similar. I was like, you know, there are some good ideas yeah, here. It's there just are. for um, sure Um It's just you know and, and also for Taylor only to get absolutely no resolution at the end like that. After putting in all that crazy work, it's it's like that's— And crying and— Yeah, yeah. right, right, yeah. Yeah.
2: This is the line I'm looking at right here, which I remember being like a cornerstone of the trailer. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is going to be Leone's Oscar scene is, you were an alcoholic and wildly promiscuous woman during my formative years, so that I'm in this fix because of you, it is your fault. So that, that I'm in this fix because of you, it is your fault, and I just need that moment for us to build on. And then Cloris Leachman says, you have a solid point, dear, but right now the lessons of my life are coming in handy for you. Yeah. Which is like what the fuck? Th- what? Yeah. <laughs> Do I need makeup? No. Yeah. What you need right now is a hose. But like it's like what the fuck? SAG what? nominee? What SAG nominee? I'm That's crazy. A, and that sag.
4: Yeah. The, the line. The, the line about um you know your low self esteem is just starting to be like common sense or whatever. Right.
2: All these things. It's just, just and, like, and I like I, suddenly I, she's fucking Don Rickles yeah. like throwing fucking yeah. curveballs. At I, I read. <laughs> I read
4: A.O. Scott's review of the movie, which is really good. People should read it. Um. He, he singles that line out of his, he's like that's an extraordinarily cruel thing to say to somebody yes. sure. and it's like well, she's not a cruel like that's not that's right. not who she's supposed to be yet. right,
3: right. Uh, I've got some news for you guys two new scenes were shot when test audiences found the ending unsatisfying so whatever the ending used to be was Oy. even
4: more
2: unsatisfying can I tell you what my guess is yeah it was the opening and the ending I I think the college admissions essay thing was added later sure that's my oh, guess I could see to that. put a frame around it Maybe. yeah That could could be true.
3: Also, this film was shot in sequence. Uh, Sarah Steele gained 15 pounds for the role, which is fucking bizarre. Oh, did Uh, did you
4: say on Mike who or what Sandler turned down to be in this? Oh, please. (laughs) This is the way, brace yourself.
3: He turned down the role of Max, uh, Jamie Foxx's part, in Collateral to be in this Was 100%
2: the choice. Everyone wanted him.
3: Yeah, they were like excited for like I mean probably in a similar way after seeing Punch Drunk Love for like dramatic bottled rage Adam Sandler. Imagine that movie with those two. I think Jamie Foxx is so good in Collateral
4: but it's a totally different performance from whatever whatever Sandler have given. That Leachman was going to play the Cruise role. Of course.
2: (laughs) That's what the hair she had that hair (laughs) in Spanglish for the Cruise role. And Thomas
4: Hayden Church was going to be Jada Pinkett.
2: (laughs) At that point (laughs) CAA was packaging them together. It had to be Leachman and Sandler yeah. you can find yeah. a film a script that has roles for both of them it's they, a go pick if Leoni was, was going to play
3: Javier Bardem yeah. we could do this all day
2: it is interesting though because <laughs> Sarah Steele Mark Ruffalo uh, Fox is they just swap casts yes. Fox is obviously phenomenal in Collateral but he's so very much playing against type in that Yes. Yeah. Sandler yes. is much more the kind of obvious idea of who the character is the thing that you would wonder is if he could pull off the transformation by the end right when he mm. has to kind of walk the walk. Right. Right. Uh which Fox can do because that's closer to his yeah. normal persona. Yeah, yeah. The more impressive part is him being so sort of right. stripped down Jan- and unassuming for the first two thirds.
4: Jamie Fox can be steely and right. tough. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sandler, I don't know if I buy that. Um, um But anyway, I, I mean and you know, I, I I feel like it didn't this didn't really affect Sandler's career it was kind of value-neutral, wasn't it? I mean, like, no one really cared that he... Yeah, he did, this, this this, was is, nothing on Sam He had just put or, so much less on the line one, he, than, exactly. than Taylor only did.
3: He doesn't really... There's nothing... He emerges unscathed from I, this I word. think it
2: just made people go, like, Oh, weird. Okay, so conclusively, people don't go see the Sandler dramedies. Well, right. it's, like, they see the Happy Madison movies, but if they plot him into one of these, it's not going to be an automatic box office success. Right? Sure,
3: that's true. Although, they didn't really advertise it with him.
2: But the poster is, do you know what the tagline for this movie is? <laughs>
3: every family needs a hero. He's
2: the only one what who's does in mean? focus, and what it's does it Adam mean? Sandler it above Every the family <laughs>
3: needs a hero. Yeah. should. The poster should have been the sandwich. Uh, he is not above the title. No, He's not above the title? No actors are credited above the title. The poster is both of them, sort of. But it's such a weird poster. I It looks look, like the poster for Happy End. It does. The weirdest part of the poster is that the Mexican characters have their backs to the audience. Yes. So we can't see their faces. I don't understand what, what's weird about them. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, you've got Sandler sort of standing here and then... Uh, Taya's got her floppy hat. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Sarah Steele's sort of awkwardly The final there. injustice to Taya Leone. <laughs> We're going to put the hat on the poster.
3: <laughs> they're actually all women, all the three, uh, f- like Steele, uh, yeah. lo- Leachman, wearing and Leone are all wearing floppy hats. They're very, hats. very religious.
2: They got the dreamer's disease. <laughs>
4: Oh, Do you know how to call I, back? I, 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 I tweeted something At you guys r- Recently w- w- Of Tom Cruise In the bucket hat Vanilla yes. Sky yeah. Yeah. And um, do you have any idea I had to be I was supposed to be Writing a wrap-up For the Golden Globes <laughs> how long It was it like 1230 you? I had to find it on Amazon Find the scene And it was loading slowly Just to take a single screenshot For a stupid tweet joke you, and it was worth you it You took <laughs> a
2: screenshot For that shit Good. I was like How do you get this yeah. So yeah. really That's That's what I was it. gonna say You are better than anyone else Richard at responding to a tweet with just an image, no <laughs> caption, and finding just the right screen cap, but I didn't realize you put that much effort into actually capping. Yourself. In that instance,
4: I did. I mean, I have the um, the Mark Rylance. Uh, right, oh, you yeah, one, have of course, saved yeah, on my right, Easter egg,
2: right? Yeah. So you could shoot it off the hip at any right, moment, right? Can we tell people what I got you for Christmas? My Christmas present to you. Sure. Yeah. You got him a Christmas present. I got Richard. I got you one too as well. Yeah, you got me. I got you Ray. Kylo she's Ren. from the Resistance. Oh, no, I got you I Kylo Ren. 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 I took you home took Ray and Ray. Ben got a Red Boy. Yeah. Of course, next year Ben's gonna get Spanglish on Blu-ray. <laughs> That's my present for him. He's made Christmas a lot easier. The price
3: is only going up. This is like kayak. There's like a graph. I know. <laughs> you know,
2: like... I'm gonna buy you a couple. It's a good investment. Okay, it's great. So one you can They're play. Like the other ones you keep. <laughs> Sorry. What did you get Richard for Christmas? It's a, Jesus a cryptocurrency, Spanglish Blu-rays. I got Richard for Christmas. Richard has been a big, big fan of <laughs> what the one shot of Mark Rylance in the Ready Player One trailer. Mm-hmm, sure, his whole look, his mm-hmm.
4: whole still demeanor, his joie
2: of Yeah, <laughs> and so for Christmas, I made Richard an Elf Yourself video. Where it's, all the faces were oh, Mark like. Oh, I saw that. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah well, it was you, a good Christmas present. No,
3: you you called Steven Spielberg and asked him to direct an elf yourself. That's right. Shot right. yeah. uh, by Janusz Kamiński. Yeah, it was Fair all movie. mocap. Yeah, it was
2: <laughs> set to taking care of business, yeah. and it featured five break dancing. <laughs> it's really, it's really great. It's unnerving, but I like it. It
3: is great. They and also like they're like making like printers and stuff. Like the the toys they're making are very. They're taking strange. care of business. Yeah, they <laughs> they work
2: business. for staples. Yeah. Let's play the box office game okay. and then send Richard out okay. of the door. Got to go see. Commuter. you got to board the train. Yep. It's Neeson season, baby. We're recording this in January.
3: Spanglish. Uh-huh. Open number three at the box office on December 17th. This
4: was a big holiday. It was movie. a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. This
3: Malibu summer movie was and released at Christmas. Let's also
2: make it clear, aside from Punch Drunk Love, which people went, okay, but that was PTA, too artsy, and Little Nicky, which was his only real happy mass and pan out at this point. Every Sandler movie opens to between 30 and 40 mm-hmm. and ends up over 100. That's true. So I think even if they thought, well, it's not going to play as big as a normal Sandler. They thought it would at least. He's a sure thing.
3: Um, It opened to $8.8 million. Okay. uh, A Number three at the box office. It grosses 42 on an $80 million budget. It made 12 foreign. So total 55. Yeah. So not good. Nope. Number one was also a new release. Uh, It's an adaptation of a children's series of books.
2: Uh, this is two thousand four. Two thousand four. So it's not uh, Narnia's the following year. Not Narnia. Is it Chamber of Secrets? No. Oh, oh, oh. is it a series of unfortunate events? That's the one. Uh, uh-huh. Another sort of somewhat disappointing
3: Christmas release. Like it yeah. did better than Spanglish. Like yeah. don't get me wrong, but that movie costs a ton of money.
2: Uh, yes. And it made like it, one fifteen. Also, yeah. one of the most expensive looking movies of all time. Very, Doesn't Meryl Streep cool.
4: get eaten by snakes or leeches? the leeches gets eaten by leeches. Uh, I uh, like that movie. I'm not a fan. I do not like that TV show. <sighs> I'm not. I haven't watched, watched the show. Oh, I it's, yeah. it's, it's really yeah. bad.
3: Number two is a sequel that is very strange, a very strange sequel to a very mm. successful
2: movie hmm. uh, K20 12? The Widowmaker? Do you know? Ocean's do you know why 12. I got that? Yeah, because I, I just watched it like three days ago, and I couldn't get over how strange it is. It's I, awesome. I I
4: hated oh. that movie when I first saw it. I thought it was so indulgent, and it, like, it was yes. just like, look, at us not really. But I kind of like it. Now. I think it's it's a great, movie I, movie. I, I think the I think Julia Roberts joke, really joke really is enough. despicable, but uh, I love it.
2: Honest, I, I love think. it. But I've always wanted a movie to make that joke. Okay. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> always wanted a movie to make that joke. But I was sitting there watching, and I was like, I totally understand why audiences turned against this. I can't believe every major critic hated it at the time
3: hated
4: there
2: it was there was, there was instant
4: cult status I would say for that one but yes how yes. much did it make because it wasn't it was like a, it
3: was, it was a sort still, of it was top a hit.
2: 10 for that year
3: was it, it was a hit yeah. made 125 domestic I guess they made the third one so. yeah, right. 362
4: yeah. worldwide
2: yeah yeah,
3: I mean, it wasn't like the kind of hit I think they wanted it to be, but it was a hit. It is such a strange movie. I love that movie. Uh, number four is the uh, the real Christmas movie of this year, which has already made $123 million in six weeks. So it came out like Thanksgiving time, and it is just chugging along. Four. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, not hmm. uh Made by an Oscar-winning director.
2: Made by an Oscar-winning director. to it become an Oscar player? No. Is, it's not a It's speely. a children's film. It's a children's film. Not spieling. 2004, it's a franchise or is it a one-off? One-off, based on a book. It's a one-off, based on a book. 2004, came around Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. chugging away. Yep. I remember, because I'm remembering 2004 Thanksgiving. Chugging away is a clue. Polar Express? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which opened small. Opened small, and people were like, oh, I guess. Because it was crazy expensive. People went like Dez doornail and then it just kept fucking playing. Polar Express, baby. Train kept chugging. Number five is another
3: sequel. Uh, in a franchise it's a weird sequel it's a weird movie
2: another weird sequel
3: forgot this is a- Blade it's Trinity a- yes how wow. did we get that so
2: I remember fast? this season very vividly <laughs>
3: Jesus Blade Trinity which was kind of a flop
2: yes weird movie
3: Beale Ryan Reynolds and uh, that was when people were like Ryan Reynolds ooh Yeah. and like-
2: that was supposed to be his big like coming out as an action star right Hannibal King and they fight Dracula that's yeah. the way where Blade finally fights Dracula and he's cool. played by Prison Break
3: uh oh. Wentworth Miller. Not no, the other one. Oh, Big Head? Big Dominic head. Purcell? Correct. Yeah, he's got a big
4: old potato head. He's not Dracula. That's, he that's plays Dracula. Wentworth Miller, but, not bad. I can yeah, see but that. Like that. Dracula's not a like a hulking.
2: But that movie contains the best supporting actress performance of two thousand four. Parker Posey? Correct.
4: Yeah. Yeah. She's good in it.
2: You're a vampire blade. You like drinking blood so I'm going to tie you to this chair <laughs> until you're so hungry that you need blood and you're ready to turn to a vampire and I'm going to drop a little girl in here and you're going to eat her, Blade. That's the actual monologue she gives. That's
4: amazing. And, great and, and great it, way to and end her episode. Well. It was just two years away from her wonderful supporting turn in, super, in Superman. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, she's yeah.
3: great in that crazy fucking movie. She did a, a good
2: run of heel turns in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. i speak a
3: word. Remember that? He's, He's like Superman. Six build. I know it's crazy.
2: Apparently, he was like old roommates with Brandon Routh when they were like getting started, and he was like, "Can we cast Cal Penny?" He's like, "Does he want to be a featured extra?"
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Does he want to be the henchman who doesn't speak? <laughs> right, right. Anyway, so that's uh, that's the movie. The Aviator opened that weekend too in forty screens, as did Million Dollar ult- Baby in a- eight screens.
2: No, yeah.
4: Aviator was ultimately did. To- pretty
3: well right? Did
2: the first Scorsese to crack a Honda did quite well
3: made 102 was very expensive yeah. but right. still Scorsese
2: like, Scorsese's never been a century man I know then. And I remember yeah. when
3: that movie came out it did feel like a turnaround after Gangs of New York which like the whole narrative was like cost so much money didn't even make that much yeah. didn't win any Oscars
2: you know um, yeah so.
3: <laughs> thank you Ben
2: uh, some merchandise spotlight I'm gonna buy Ben the Spanglish Blu-ray yep I love you Ben uh,
3: what the bleep do we, do we know has uh, almost hit 10 million dollars
2: that's a weird run that we never <laughs> talked about Marley, we should, Marley, we a Marley Matton vehicle <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, what the bleep do we know I always think that gif nothing.
4: of the lady like thinking of the weird uh, oh, you think
3: uh, it's is from, from what the bleep yeah. do
4: we know but it's not is it fuck or hell
2: I don't know I think it's supposed to be fuck Okay. what the fuck I do think- we know <laughs> But that's I mean, that's a central question that made audiences go back to the theater right, over right, right. and over again. That was again, revealed in a, a, a
3: post-credits tag Didn't where they Marley also, Matlin just comes up and goes, fuck.
2: Isn't one of those movies where then it was like huge on DVD and then they re-edited it and put new features onto it and then like did a special edition in theaters that made another couple of million dollars? Yeah,
4: sure. I don't even know what it's yeah, about. Yeah, they added in another Java scene.
2: <laughs> I swear to God, there's another release of that movie called like, What the Bleep Do We Know? Deeper down the rabbit hole. And it's like not a sequel. It's like an expanded edition that was released in theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I released it. (laughs) (laughs) Blank Check Pictures. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
4: my trolls, your What the Bleep Do We Know. (laughs) To be fair, (laughs) (laughs) fair,
2: that was Blank Check Classics. That was our specialty arm. Right,
3: yeah. (laughs) Blank Check Um. Vantage.
2: Because the Esther Zuckerman film is is a four quadrant picture for us. Of course. course. Seriously. Are you kidding me?
4: Butts in seats, she puts. Yeah. I said, unless Disney buys you and then they're going to shut you down. Disney is, That's I mean, true. we're
2: angling for a buyout. Yeah.
3: Right. Well, at this point, Disney has bought all major studios. I'm assuming this episode is going to come out a little while from now. So, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. At oh, this yeah. point. Yeah. It's only, it's just like Disney and like Sony because Disney's like, eh, no
2: <laughs> Do you know, do you know that Disney owns all, I've talked about this with you. Disney owns all the characters that were created for the Tick cartoon show.
3: Oh yes, you have talked about me because yes, the yeah. tick cartoon was done own for Fox, Fox, Fox family. right? And there were uh, only twelve Fox issues kids, of the comic
2: sorry. before they got the cartoon. So there are all these characters that like people constantly ask us if they're going to be on the show. And you're like,
4: mm. right?
2: But Disney yeah. like Bring won't sell the Disney. rights because it's like, what? It's not worth getting off the couch for them. It's like, right. it's Come on, like fifty
3: they, bucks, a couple Spanglish I, Blu-rays. I, fifty yeah, bucks that's a lot of money.
2: <laughs> I keep on sending Bob Iger like fifty bucks on Venmo and being like, just give me sewer urchin. That's all I want is sewer urchin.
3: Sure and they won't do it uh, do you think they'd notice if you did it if
2: you just be you know, like, do you think Disney would sort of be like hey that's ours well that's why the the Warburton show they have um, uh, Batman Well is like they came up with all these like workaround characters alright right, I gotta did, pee okay, you gotta
4: Richard's pee. gotta go we're done
2: uh, this Richard, is a great ep, though. Richard your book out now in hardback
4: yeah all we can do is wait it's called but you don't have to wait anymore
2: hey, hey. Mm-hmm. put it in those greasy mitts of yours
4: yeah, yeah it's a quick read it's for teenagers give it to your teen Give it to your team, uh, have a team. Give it to Sarah Steele if Give you it don't to know Sarah
3: a real teen. In two thousand four, she <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: can pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're the best. Yep. Uh for always a five pleasure. time. This is a good so do one. I the five timers club. club. Yeah. Yeah. We forgot the uh, ceremony. It's a five timer. I get it's a jacket. A five timer. Yeah. You're wearing a, a nice sweater. Yeah. Well, thanks. It was um. So we'll send the bathrobe to your, your home. We have an engraved, oh, uh, good. An embroidered. Who else is in this? Uh, by this Emily, point Emily will be in there that's maybe it JD's at 4 I think he's tapping on and the I door I think it's just five, you and right? Emily yeah. that be my guess mm, interesting <laughs> oh, wow you're
3: gonna shank her at the commuter screening tonight
2: yeah that's right Uh, so uh, by by the time this airs I'll be in jail uh,
3: yes correct correct. also by the time this
2: episode comes out it's uh, 2025 yeah exactly Mars 2025 (laughs) yes (laughs) Mars has reopened yes (laughs) we're back baby we're gonna make it this time 2112 Uh, thank you all for listening (laughs) please remember to rate, review, subscribe thanks to Andrew Agudo for our social media Joe Bone and Pat Reynolds for our artwork Lane Montgomery for our theme song go to blankies.rad.com for some real nerdy shit Uh, and thank you to our sponsors
3: uh, Lennon and
2: We Transfer. And as always, Adam Sandler fundamentally cannot come.
0: (laughs) Great.